cat. I'm a kitty cat. And I dance, 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 and I dance, 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 cat. Hey, it's Tardy to the party. He's Bill Mudrin. I'm Daniel Rudis, and welcome to Awful April. Usually we talk about old stuff, but this movie is so fucking bad. Such a train wreck of disaster. We've been waiting for it because they sure as hell weren't going to see it in the theater. We've been waiting for it. It feels like forever, so we're tardy to it because it everybody's is. already talked to it. Hey, it's fucking 2019's Cats. I mean, as, as we've been joking about recently, as as this whole podcast flies apart with, it, with its theme, where, <laughs> of course, you know, it's called Tardy of the Party. The original idea of this podcast was we catch up on old stuff that, you know, we, we've always been meaning to watch. And after mm-hmm. we hit our fifth anniversary, uh, was it our fifth, or was it our 200th a- uh, episode anniversary eh, yeah, last summer? Yeah, we decided, so. well, we'll, play flash, we'll start playing fast and loose with the rules, because we've already talked about so many things from the distant yeah. past that this that that now, now, now that the rules have gotten shakier although we, you know, we still do talk about stuff from the past uh mm-hmm. now that we've opened it up to talk about more recent stuff what could be possibly more awful that has come out recently than fucking cats and it's i don't one, think anything it's one of those things where, i mean i i didn't how much did you know about the original stage play before we started um Enough to know I hated it. Oh uh, yeah, well see, the, well, this I've, is the I've other always, thing. I've always thought Cats was dog shit. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, I well never... we should point out that you were a, a professional dancer, so you actually have, like, you would know more about this, like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm really intrigued about your own specific perspective about this, so, like, yeah, as, aside from just even a pop culture commentary person, I'm curious to see what your thoughts about, like, had you ever seen, like, an a production of Cats before or anything like that? No. Oh, okay. No, um, I had seen chunks of it enough, chunks enough to know. Ugh, and the music was all. I always thought the th- songs were garbo. See, I just, yeah. Every everything about cats is just. I would see the commercials for mistake. where like cats would be playing at the like, like uh, up in like Toronto. They were like bus your friends and family up to Toronto. Like it was always like that. <laughs> fan of the opera when I when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and so I remember like the melodies for like. Uh, memories and one or two yeah. of the other songs, but all I knew was that, and like the costumes looked fucking crazy. It looked, it looked like, a f- and, but yeah. So dude, like, so you, yeah, you, you've never known anyone who was part of a production of Cats or anything. See, I don't even know if the, like there's no. ever been a thing where like, do people put on their own productions of Cats, or has it always know. been? Because I know like after after musical gets big, they start licensing it out, and people can do their own productions and stuff like that. And I've never heard of anyone of. I've always assumed like Cats was just like very limited to Broadway, and like you never see anyone do like a and local. the West End. Oh, well, you, you know what I mean. But like the main, yeah, it, like the main international thoroughfares of theater, you never hear anyone talking about like a local production of Cats or even Phantom of the Opera. They may exist, but I've never heard of that stuff. And yeah, I think I I don't I I don't fucking. It's know, always man. been a pop Old culture people. joke, though. I mean, it's. It's, excuse the, pardon the pun, it's catnip to old people. That's the thing, and this thing is so fun. You know, the funny thing is, I didn't realize, I thought it was older than having just been invented in, like, 1981 or 1982. Because as a kid, Mm-mm. you'd see the commercials, and they would be like, the esteemed well, But then you hear the music, and you're like, oh, oh, I see what year um, this came out. That's... You know what? And I, I again, I you know like remembering some of the music from some. I, I'm actually pour, literally pouring myself some whiskey while we're talking about this because I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't. No, I can't. I can't. I just. I don't, nobody would blame you. Oh my god, the fucking. This is and also this is the other thing. I feel bad getting on the cats hate train 
Because, like I said, it's always mm. been a pop culture joke. And I hate to engage in that thing where everyone starts piling on something that's unpopular, and where just everyone starts piling on it just for the sake of, like, let's make fun of it. Because, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm an aficionado of terrible things, but, like... Yeah. But, like, it's it's rare that I ever watch anything that actually lives up to the hype. That's one of the reasons I was so hell-bent on talking about The Room a couple years ago on the mm. podcast. Because, like, I'd heard for years, everyone was like, oh, my God, The Room's fucked up. And I was like, yeah. Because, like, everyone for the longest time when I was a kid was all like, Plan 9 from Outer Space is the worst movie they ever made and all this shit. And, like, sure, that's mm-hmm. a terrible fucking movie. We've talked about that on this podcast, too. But it's not the worst fucking... I mean, it's fucking bad. No. But we've talked about worse movies than Plan 9 and Outer Space on this podcast. Yeah. And and so people getting all like, Oh, Cats is fucking terrible. And, like, people joking about the original stage play and stuff. And th- I wa- just... I... <laughs> I well we were even like because we're changing the shape of the podcast and like what we talk about too we kind of well, especially we're in the middle of the cor- the, 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 the coronavirus stuff is going on right now we kind of forgot about awful April until like last week like we were both you yeah. and I were playing like fucking Call of Duty together and I think one of us was like oh shit like April's like next week what are we doing for awful April and then I was like well, are we even gonna do awful April and I was like yeah, but you'd been up for the longest time because because you've been super intrigued by cats. But yeah, you didn't want to pay to see it in the theaters. You kept on being like, "Hey, Bill, have you found cats in the internet dumpster yet?" And I've been like, <laughs> "True." I, this was been a weekly conversation since Christmas. It's it's such a fucking bizarre <laughs> thing because I hate cats. I I've always hated it. But something about seeing the the small like anime gifts and okay. the just screen grabs of this movie when it was in theaters, I was like, I have to know. Well, see, that's the other thing. I don't know how much of your interest came from even, being a dancer even pe- versus even I'm fishing out of awful ca- shit. Yeah. Even people who like cats, it seemed like that's were the- like, no, they did they did it dirty. But then I you can't find <laughs> I someone did- who like likes cats who who can't talk about it without sounding like they're apologizing for it. And then, except for the one lady that that I know that was like, "Oh, I thought it was." Oh, great. Was she like an old secretary saw, lady, I, like <laughs> yeah, I, she yeah, saw yeah, cats exactly. three times on Broadway. And she thought that movie <laughs> was great, and I was like, "Okay." I spit up my whiskey. I'm trying to take my shot. Um, but yeah, that's the few, pe- the only people I've ever found who have been into cats or were like legitimately into cats without any sense of irony have been, like, 60-year-old office secretaries who already have, like, cats hang in their posters and stuff in their cubicles. Mm. <laughs> and... This is... F- and then even reading about, like... like I this, Oh, my God. It was... Even reading about, like, the history about, like, how supposedly this is, like, the cleaned-up version of the narrative, I'm glad that, like, I've heard enough people talking about cats mm. before we watched it that I know that, like... Like I, I, I'm glad I was armed with the information. Like the, like that, that there's no plots. Like that, that's one of the so, first things. Because like, because because this terrible movie came out, every fucking YouTube channel felt obligated to have, like have a history of cats because it got turned into really easy clickbait, and so it became mm-hmm. very easy to find out like what is the original version of cats like and stuff like that. And that's what everyone was talking about. Like it's really weird. It's based off of this old T. S. Eliot collection of poems about cats. Yeah. And I don't know anything about Andrew Lloyd Webber, but what the fuck is wrong with that guy, too? To think... I'd say who knows, because aside from Phantom of the Opera, everything he's done is garbage. Did Andrew Lloyd Webber, did he also do Les Mis? No, you ask that every <laughs> single time he is brought up. Who did Les Mis, then? He did not. 
Some other it's dude. Not like, okay, because he did do Fan of the Opera, though, right? Did yes. I get confused? You know, this is one of the. He did Fan of the Opera. He did Jesus Christ Superstar. Oh, really? Joseph That's and the Technicolor Dream Dreamcoat. Uh. Uh, uh, what's the Stardust? Um, so everything he's done has been shit. Oh yeah, I've seen some 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 of that Jesus Christ Superstar, and it's all like, it's like he's totally Jesus Christ Superstar. And like I yeah. saw the movie version, they're all in a bus in the desert, and it's totally like crappy <laughs> 60s, 70s. Like the guy has no idea to how to write anything that he can even pretend to even try to be timeless. Everything he does mm -hmm. is so dated from the moment like he writes it down. It's like, and that's like, and so I also got confused too because I I keep on thinking Andrew Lloyd Webber did Les Mis too because I saw commercials for that as a kid when we were mixed in with like you know fucking Cats and and uh, Phantom of the Opera so I assume they were all part of the same guy. Also Tom Hooper, the guy who directed this Cats adaptation, his last project was he directed the uh, I was about to say live action adaptation of, of Les Mis <laughs> as opposed to all like the, the the furry cartoon versions. And I saw yeah, that in the right. theaters, and it wasn't great, but it was... I'd never seen Les Mis before. I mean, I knew some of the songs, mm -hmm. and I knew the basic plot. I knew that's based off of a fucking what's-his-face. Was it a Victor Hugo book? Wow. But it was fine, yeah, and sure I know the not. big thing that came out of Les Mis was about how uh, he wanted, for some arbitrary reason, Les Mis was all about like how he wanted... He didn't want any of the, 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 the people singing in that to they didn't want he didn't want any of the the, the people singing to pre-recorded music that he wanted to capture them singing live on stage yeah. and which that was a huge technical hurdle because there's all kinds of scenes in that movie where people are like singing in the rain and stuff so they had to figure out how to like not only like hush the sound of the like, actual raindrops falling but also like the rain machines and shit like that and for like the finished effect in the movie <laughs> isn't that interesting but it is from a technical <laughs> perspective it's i don't know Go ahead. Guess who's not getting a job in Hollywood no, anymore? No, and part of the reason, and that's the other thing, because, like, my my perspective, like, the thing that got me intrigued about cats so much, other than I, I want to fuck those cats, and then I saw this, Except and you I, I don't, don't want to fuck these cats. <laughs> no. no. Part is, like, I'm a special effects nerd, and when the first trailer for this dropped, I was like, what the fuck is going on with this? Because it's so weird, because... Like, I, at first, like, it's obvious that all the cats are computer-generated, except something is weird going on with the faces. And that's yeah. the funny thing about when the first trailer dropped. Like, everything already kind of looked weird until it hit the big climactic moment where it first revealed the lady playing Grizabella for the first time. And it's the big mm -hmm. emotional punch of the trailer, because it's also when they first, like, hint at, like memories and that's like oh my god it's so, and she's all crying and stuff like that but her face is floaty and not connected to her head and looks fucking terrible and i was like why aren't the faces connected to the bodies correctly and like i went back and i even did a whole twitter post about this like the afternoon that first trailer like where i was i was trying to figure out like how they did the special effects for this because why does everything look so weird and off and it's funny now, too, because even now that Cats is actually out on home, home video and out on DVD and stuff like that, they had plenty of opportunity to talk about the special effects technology that went into this. They are playing, at, they they are mum about it. They don't want to talk any. I mean, aside from this movie bombed and stuff like that, no one really wants to talk about this movie, at least anyone who worked on it. And so yeah. it's been weird, fascinating to see online the, 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 like, the handful of people who worked on this movie trying to describe exactly what went wrong with the special effects on this movie, too, because, like... So it turns out, like, in the, in the original trailer, I was fascinated mm -hmm. because they have shots of the white cat, the white main lady cat in the movie. She's, like, dancing around on a bed, and she's, like, tearing up a pillowcase, and there's all these, like, feathers falling down on her face. And there's yeah. fe feathers hitting her face, and she's flinching in a way where, like, okay, that's, like, 
that's an actual photographic effect. That's not all just motion capture, because when I first saw the trailer, I imagined what they must have done to make this movie. They must have done a, uh, um... A Polar Express slash Christmas Carol thing where they must... This must all just be CGI. But with, like, human faces, like, human motion capture faces just applied. And then I'm watching some of the behind-the-scenes footage, and I'm like, no, they actually built all these sets for real. I'm like, okay, so part of this has actually been photographed in real life, but why are the cats CG? But then why are the faces real? Like, this is weird. It's... 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 At a certain point, it's easier if they had just made everything CGI rather than... Try it, it. So it turns out what they did was <laughs> this is the, this is the it's just so confounding and trying to so understand and seeing you. other special effects people trying to figure out exactly how they made this movie and what went wrong just from a per, per, like that not that the special effects are the the sole reason why this movie's fucked up but it is a lot of reason why people think it's fucking ghastly looking. So but mm-hmm. so what they did so instead of just doing the whole motion capture where they just have everyone on a motion capture stage just like the Polar Express thing or whatever like that. They had the actors on, they built all these oversized sets for real. They had the actors show up in these super ghetto motion capture suits. And then they had computer generated, uh, they had CGI artists digitally erase everybody and then replace them with CGI double, like furry doubles. Hmm. Which is just so much work because at least if you're doing everything from scratch from CGI, you don't have to worry about like, Oh, it's just a complicated thing about how, you know, yeah, that's like finding out that, like, Pixar made a new movie, except instead of just making everything in the computer, what they decided to do was actually film the actors on real sets, and then (laughs) digitally erase them, and then replace them with computer cartoon characters, but then kept the faces from that original photo session, Mm. and then reinserted them back onto the the computer-generated characters, and that's kind of what they did with Cats, and, but... Uh, reading about the special, fa- uh, reading these interviews from these like the anonymous people who worked on the movie, they were like, "Oh, but like if you're gonna do this thing where you're gonna re- replace everyone with CGI versions of themselves, you have to invest in like top tier motion capture suits, so you yeah. can get like the data from like all the motion capture and stuff like that." I guess the produce, and this is one of the big things, is like no one can figure out if it was the producers just getting cheap or if it was the director. Uh, he, he would he did this thing where he was like. It was pretty much what he did on Les Mis, where he was like randomly like, I don't want anyone to be singing to pre-recorded music. I want to capture all the singing live. He was like, I want to do motion capture, but I don't want anyone wearing a real motion capture suit. So what everyone was wearing, instead of like an actual motion capture suit, they were essentially just wearing leotards with a bit of like gaffers tape stuck to it, to like instead of like actual like digital like sensors and stuff like that. And so the footage that he wound up handing over to the computer... Uh, special effects people were pretty much unusable because the whole point of having a motion tracking suit is that you can kind of automate a lot of the work that goes into replacing a person because you could just say hey okay that you know with a motion tracking suit you can just say hey uh here's this digital double you just anchor that digital double to the like the parts of the motion tracking suit and the computer just kind of does a lot of the heavy lifting for you you still you have to go in and finesse a lot of the animation by hand but you're mm-hmm. you're saving a lot of time and money, but, but because they cheaped out on the motion capture suits, uh, the VFX artists they had to do all the almost all the animation by hand. On top of having to go back and uh, just even to start their work, they had to go back and digitally erase everybody from literally every shot of the movie, and then replace them with digital doubles by hand. And even then, their work wasn't done because then they had to go back and like cut out everyone's faces from the original footage. 
the, the photographed faces and put them on their cat CGI doubles. But because, again, because they didn't have the motion tracking data, like, <laughs> the, the faces all float and are connected mm-hmm. with their bodies. And you run into all kinds of problems, too, because the, the people's they had to go, because they had to start off by digitally erasing everybody in the movie and replacing them with CGI doppelgangers. I guess they're, like, like there's not a lot of, like, the, the, the feet don't connect to the ground properly and, like, a lot of the characters don't have shadows. Like, there's all yeah. kinds of basic, like, what the fuck? Like, I spent half this movie just watching people's feet and about how their feet, like, don't connect to the ground properly. Just like, and there's, and like, you know, there's the floaty faces and stuff. And so, again, it seems so much down to, like, the fucking director being an idiot instead of just, like, saying, okay, let's use real motion capture stuff. Just, he thought that was a distraction. And also, it sounds like the special effects crew, they said they needed uh, 18 months to get in order to do the, the, the movie properly, yeah, they, they should have had a year and a half to do the special effects. Mm-hmm. They essentially had six months. They said they really didn't get a Oof. chance to really start their work until about right after the first trailer dropped. And so between that and also, so yeah, but they only had literally a third of the time they really wanted. And on top of the fact that the director was didn't understand the technology. It just sounds like a fucking fiasco. And then on top of that, that's even that even if everything else in the movie had gone perfectly, like if it had good music and a good script, it would have been undone <laughs> by the special effects. And like there's even there's so many unforced creative should we just start talking like so the movie starts oh, yeah. it okay. starts with fucking yeah. Tron farts. I'm so, oh, this... You know what? And I'm watching Ooh. it now and like I did you notice like in the very last shot of the movie there's a goddamn cat in the clouds? Like the clouds. Yeah, that was the first thing I noticed in the movie because it started. I with did. The fucking I'm cat watching in the it now, and it's a fucking cat face in the fucking. Cl- this fucking this the fuck is. It's so. It's like <laughs> made by one of the sixty-year-old office secretaries we were talking about. Oh, this fucking hey film. Hey, guess what? The seventh guest called. It wants its music. Is that what back. the seventh guest sounds like? Yeah. It's just. Hot. It's so it bad. It starts off. It is already just. Oh and my God. there's all these people, quote unquote, moving like cats. It is. These people went to cat school to learn how to move like this. Is there, I mean, by cat school, do they mean just like... They got a 10-year-old and said, how do you think a cat moved? And the kid said, I think they moved like this. <laughs> I'm sitting there watching now. I don't know if they're now. She'd almost keep the sound on while I'm watching it, just so people can no, recognize no, which parts no, we're no. talking. But like this music... No. Yeah, it's, it's. What the uh, hell is? <laughs> and what is the other thing? Like, I understand this was made in the '80s, but what? You don't have to make it still sound like it was in the '80s. Like, it it is not so. This this thing is not so precious. You couldn't change the music. That, and like, yeah, how do you not just like you're already lost? You're literally. We haven't even seen the main character yet. We're literally 30 seconds in the movie, and you've already lost 99% of your audience because you're just like, what the fuck <laughs> is this? Because it's our... And then, again, this, this doesn't even have anything to do with special effects or the script or anything. It's just the basic creative decisions already undoing this movie. And, like, so they mm-hmm. couldn't... Like, did they really have to do synth? Like, did, could they not just get an actual, like, rescore yeah. that shit? That's the other thing. This Like, this thing is so dated. It feels... And people are like, oh, did you know this is actually based off a play in the 1980s? No shit. Like, <laughs> it just... What the fuck were they thinking? Like, it's Don't just... It's, Every... it's amazing. This movie feels like cocaine. Like, maybe mm-hmm. not how you how it feels to be on cocaine, but this movie might as well just have a big banner that says, brought to you by cocaine. 
<laughs> and I don't know if that's just the cocaine leftover cocaine because obviously the original p- production must have been based off of cocaine. But this movie too yeah. is just like, oh my god! And like, there's a cat with a with a gray nose who looks weird because he's got a gray nose. I don't like. He is hard to look. It's something at. about that face, that great, and like, of course, like. I so I I I watched this movie twice. <laughs> twice? What? Twice? twice. Well, because the first time Kelsey wanted, my wife, my my wife wanted to watch it. With okay, me. what'd she think? Because she's, so she's, she's a civilian. She thought it. She thought it was garbage. Okay, that's that's okay. She yeah. thought it was terrible. There were a lot of what's and why's. <laughs> <laughs> when we're watching. Thing too. Every time the cats do anything cat-like, like climb up the wall, they obviously just turn into a whole CGI double. And that li- that's, again, again, this is just so, basic okay. creative technical stuff that's even wrong. So the first time I watched it, I watched it, you know, as you usually do. <laughs> crying with watched... a shotgun in your mouth. <laughs> uh-huh. that, uh, that's sec- what even was my point? The second time I watched it, I went at half speed to take notes. But that's why I watched it twice. But, um... What were we talking about before? We were that? talking about, he, well, how ugly the, this this brown Grado's cat is, and how. Yeah. Well, I was joking about oh, how so, he yeah. turns so, into so a the, CGI. So, so that was double whenever Kelsey's, he does anything cat-like. She every time he came on screen, she'd be like, "I don't like him. I don't like him. <laughs> I do not he's like him." He's an attractive him. actor, but whatever they did, like that green nose makeup, he looks so and bad. Also, also, he when he. So, uh, sometimes these people walk on, you know, upright on just two uh, feet. But when, what, when he does it, he moves his shoulders like he's walking on all fours, like a yeah. cat might. It's it's a weird choice, and it's and, terrible. Well, that's the thing again. It could leave inconsistency. And well, this is also this goes back up to like consistency. There's a, oh, <laughs> this is the major problem with the movie too. Like aside from even the thousand little deaths, deaths of deaths <laughs> of a thousand cuts creatively, this movie mm-hmm. is is killed by. There's also the basic thing, you can get away with this in a theatrical production because theater by itself, there's a suspension of disbelief that theater works by because you're in a room with a bunch of people in spandex pretending to be cats and they're not (laughs) trying to look like realistic cats. They're embracing the fact that literally the theatricality of the situation. And so you can kind of get away with stupid batshit ideas like this a little bit better of course it's not going to work for everybody but generally you know if you got people buying tickets to see cats they're already kind of like willing to kind of roll with the punches on that this when you're trying to make everything look so photorealistic and trying to make everything so literal every kind of weird Mm -hmm. creative mistake you make on top of that it's just going to seem even more baffling because you're not you're not working on this that the theatrical suspension of disbelief. You're trying to make everything look realistic and literal, and so every time you yeah. decide to go off on a flight of fancy built on that, that just seems even crazier than usual because it's this like whole. People talk about the uncanny valley being a very specific thing of just like characters looking weird. This is a weird, weird thing where the whole idea of the how this movie was executed is is the uncanny valley. Just even aside from yeah. the actual visuals, but just like. Just, it's so poorly thought out. And, like, what is wrong with these people? And, like, it is, you have to almost blame it all on the director, because, like, the director sounded like he had the power to make all the creative decisions on this movie. It's not like he could, he was browbeaten by the producers to do all this stuff, but, like, holy shit. So, and basic things, like, yeah, people, the, 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 the performers can't even decide if they're, like, quadrupeds or bipeds or, like, how cat-like they're going to act in any given scene. Fuck. There's also a point where the, the, Ugly gray cat. I don't Ugly, know. Just gonna see that. That's the thing. Half the characters' names don't even get spoken. So all I know, there's hot white cat. There's. So here's here's the thing about the cats. Yeah. Their names either ne- barely ever get spoken, or they get said a 
hundred thousand times in a song. Because it's well, Rumple Teaser and MacGuffin, MacGuffin. Yeah, we'll get there's, that. But yeah. um, there is a point where the ugly gray cat <laughs> just <laughs> walk. He he's on sitting on top of a a, a, a wall. And he just Spider-Man's down the side. That's not how cats work. That's again. That's what I'm saying. Like he in terms walks of just straight like, down. Like even even again with even all the other mistakes we're talking about. Just throw, forget about that stuff. There's just basic things like like then if you're gonna commit to like this trying to be realistic, then have the cats move realistic. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just. Fuck you, director. Fuck you. You couldn't even do like the bait and like you could. That's not how cats like. That's no. You're. That's such an unforced error. Just like that basic thing, like having cat like cats walk down like Spider-Man down walls. Like no. Yeah. Like maybe you're thinking so, that's I mean, some kind of creative bit of choreography or something like that. But that's just you. You're already you're, this job is already so hard, and you're making it so much harder for yourself because you're making shitty tiny decisions like that. So, anyway, but anyway, mm-hmm. there's a cat in the back. Anyway. A cat in a bag gets dumped in an alley. Uh, Jellicle cats can do what Jellicle cats can, so they can walk you straight down walls. I love this. And hold on, hold on, I mean, hold on. All these songs reinterpreted by you, just like very blah, 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 blah. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, all the cats in this alley circle the bag that's punching and kicking. Yeah. And then the ugly great cat slices the bag with his tail, and the bag opens on a totally different part of that yeah. bag. And all the cats scatter, and then there's some white cat lady there, and the other cats start singing at her, asking her random questions. Jellicles can is Jellicles do. Hey, why is Bobo Elijah Wood there as a cat wearing a top hat? That's, that's again, going back to the original trailer. I was like, there are a couple <laughs> things in that original trailer, like, a couple things were immediately laughable, just like, what's a, what's her face, you know, the Grizabella, her, her first shot. And then they have, like, uh, it was a Mr. Mistopheles is the character's name. There's one yes. shot in that original trailer where he's, like, nervously holding his hat and being like, meh. He's, like, this fucking millhouse motherfucker that, even for that first trailer, I wanted to punch that motherfucker so fucking hard. And even in the finished version, I was like, well, maybe he's... It, Something about him in that one one shot from the trailer rubbed me the wrong way. Maybe he redeems himself a little bit better in the finished movie. No, that guy is that is that that is that whole character summed up in a nutshell. It's him being I'm a magician, but I'm scared of everything. And this even after watching the movie, I was watching I was re- I like was reading this about this movie on TV tropes, trying to figure out like exactly like how this connects to the original source material. And I didn't even occur to me that like there's trying to set up Mr. Mistopheles and the main white cat Victoria as a couple. If anything, yeah, I would have thought that like that. her and Ugly Gray Cat would have been a couple. Like, not that we have to worry about the slash fic, but like, and I, but I guess the original stage play it's supposed to be Mr. Mistopheles and Rug Tug Tugger, the the, <laughs> the quote Rum Tum the quote unquote black I'm, cat. How how dare you, rum, sir? It's Rum Tum. What I say. Rum, rum, so, but I guess rum, the, I guess a big thing else. in the original production <laughs> is that there's supposed to be like a homoerotic thing between Mr. Mistopheles and I can't believe we're even saying these character names out loud because it also sounds like so stupid. I saw that like one of the kids' names supposed to be Sir Pouncible. I'm just like, oh, no. this movie sounds like it was written again by one of those old office okay, so, secretary <laughs> ladies. Oh my it was. god! I mean, that's his what name Andrew is Lord Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah. Oh, anyway. So, Hey, I got an important question for you here, Bill. Yeah. Why are the breakdancing cats wearing sneakers? The 80s, speci- again, again. <laughs> and then, but when the movie first started, I was like, okay, right. I didn't realize this. Speci- like, like it's supposed to be specifically like 1939 Piccadilly Circus. Like, 
And I was like, okay, that's cool. And the movie does literally five minutes in the movie, they're breaking up by having these 80s breakdancers show up. And again, with this like, random shit, we're like, like, we can't even maintain continuity, but if we're gonna break, we're, we're gonna break continuity, and fucking Mr. Vesopolis first puts his hat on, they do this thing where, like, his hat doesn't have holes in it, his ears just clip through the hat, so it's just even from a special perspective. <laughs> oh, fuck you, movie. Fuck you. <laughs> if anything, you do the clever thing of showing how the cat, the hat already has holes cut into it, so it's kind of a cute, funny thing when he puts it on. Fucking. Anyway, but, like, yeah, you have the fucking these two twins who show up and just do, like, not even good break, they're not even, like, really breakdancing, they're just kind of jive dancing a little bit and it's just like did, did any of the dancing in this movie like in, like impress you or entertain you at all well we'll talk about it because like the only part stuff, i found found i was actually yeah, interested yeah, yeah. there's a bit a couple bits where they let victoria the main white cat do some ballet yeah. dancing and i was like okay this is actually kind of i mean it's terrible within the context of this movie but i'm actually entertained by that yeah i think she's from the royal ballet yeah she's yeah, supposed to be one of the principals ballet. of the royal ballet and yeah, I just, and I, man, fucking, again, with me, like, not necessarily just wanting to slag on stuff just for the sake of slag and stuff, I saw she got nominated for, like, Worst Actress by the Razzies. Like, that's fucking, that's, that's no, there are, there are other cats in this that deserve that. That's, you know, in, the, in reading about this, too, I guess the two people who have come out and slagged on this movie the hardest are the two fat fucks who... Who they are the worst parts of the movie, and it's not because of the special effects of the direction. It's because they're fucking terrible for performers. I don't know if we want to even get into that now. We'll get that. With, no, not well, yet. Not they're gonna yet, show up yet. in five minutes, and they both deserve to That's die in a holocaust. Really, really, Bill? Five minutes? You think this section is five minutes long? <laughs> what? No. Because it's like half what an hour. No, we got ten minutes of them singing about what jellicles are, and then it's hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So <laughs> I hate this movie. I hate this. This is when is, I. This is no. okay. So we've talked. We've slagged on the director some. We're gonna do it more because why the fuck can't he hold the camera down for more than five seconds while anybody's doing and anything? Like people are dancing, but he does all these fucking cuts, and and shit. He'll cut from uh, two characters yeah. doing something in one spot, and then he'll do a cut, and it's immediately after that, but they're in a completely different area. It Continuity? Makes, I know it's probably supposed to be fucking magic realism or something. That's, it, I'm sure it, that's, that, that was his excuse. because he's fucking terrible. I'm sure he was, like, his excuse for not maintaining any kind of spatial, uh, core, uh, spatial geometry that makes sense. He was like, oh, it's all magical real realism. And especially, I'm sure he, like, he could justify in this opening scene where, like, oh, well, the, obviously Victoria the White has like the audience insert character and she's supposed to be kind of confused so you, you could excuse like the editorial but, wonkiness here is like oh she's confused but, too but no the whole point of this is you're supposed but, to be entertained by the dancing and the choreography and it does, that, that dancing choreography doesn't make sense you can't, you can't follow it exactly. because it's constant constant cuts <laughs> and every so, cut is literally five seconds i think is the longest cut that lasts in the beginning so, of this yeah, movie yeah this opening scene we have shaky handheld computer-generated characters, like, leaping through the air, they, like, whenever anyone, like, aside from Victoria when she's doing her ballet moves, the, like, the cacks, the characters turn into, obviously, they're either on wires or turn into c shitty CGI doubles who aren't casting shit. Like, literally, like, there's individual shots where there's, like, at least half a dozen major problems, both technically and conceptually wrong. And this is the first five minutes of the movie. And it's just, yeah. and, like, it's funny because, like, all these characters are kind of, like, dancing Victoria's face and Victoria kind of, like, responds a little bit by doing a little bit of ballet and so that's kind of nice but it's just yeah. and mr mustafali's fucking he's diarrhea all over himself and just like <laughs> shitting himself and ugly gray cats just like he's got his schnoz and it's just 
And I hate these jell- and these all- they're all like, hey. aren't you sexy like us jellical cats? And like, if I were hard to like, you guys are terrible. I'm going back you, home. You'll be sh you'll be shocked to learn what the name of this song is, what? Bill. What? Jellical cats? Jellical songs for jellical <laughs> cats. Jellical songs for jellical cats. All right, so- And just even the song so then, thing- Hold on. Shut up, shut up. Shut up. I'm not even the- I so, forgot about the musical aspect of how terrible this song is, too. <laughs> so- then they start naming different types of cats, and I'm gonna read you oh, no. the different types of cats. I'm glad you took notes. <laughs> so we have practical cats, dramatical cats, <laughs> pragmatical cats, fantical cats, oracatical cats, delphorical cats. Delphorical cats? Ske wow, okay. Uh huh. Skeptical cats, the spectacle cats, romantical cats. Pandetical cats, critical cats, parasitical cats, allegorical cats, metaphorical cats, statistical cats, and mystical cats. P p political cats? <laughs> Metacritical cats. cats. I know this lady says at some point. Clerical cats. Hysterical cats. Cynical cats. It's just, it's. Rebatic. Re hold on. Rebatical cats? What is that? Is that actually what they say? Yeah! Well, that means the rabbis, which actually means that they're joking. <laughs> <laughs> so they circumcise, I don't know, I don't know, oh my god, I thought I was joking. I... Oh, and, and magical Metal cats. Curse. No, they say... Well, I guess that's what happens when you have a song that's driven cats. by, like, da 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 cats, so you have to find something, you have to find 3,000 adjectives that might fit the da 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 cats da 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 cats so it's gotta be magical cats, those pinnacle cats! Those are not listed throughout the entire song. Those are all dropped in one <laughs> one section where they just, the cats just keep popping forward saying, Oh, oh that's right. Cats. They're all just like, and it's not clever. And the music sounds no. like the worst 80s. Like they did not even try to update or not even like not to say like the terrible thing is like I'm complaining about how they didn't update the, mu the music. And I know these people who made this movie are so fundamentally incompetent. And even if they tried mm -hmm. to update it, they would have probably thought like, what are the kids listening to these days? They they would have mm -hmm. probably picked something that was popular like ten years ago, like dubstep. And so they would have, <laughs> yeah. even if they tried to update it, I'm sure they would have fucked it up. So now you can imagine an all dubstep version of fucking cats. So I guess from that perspective, we were at least spared that. But like, even the instrumentation, don't like fucking upgrade it so it sounds like organic. Don't do us a fucking and like. There's so many like disco shit moments. It's just. I don't know who was this movie made for, except for someone who was already old in the 80s when this was new. And though most of those people are dead now anyway. So it's just... It's... Hold on, rant for a bit. I got The garage door's not opening, so I gotta let go soon. <laughs> that's a complication. But yeah, that's... that's It's... it's I... It's just... Again, yeah, conceptual errors. And then fucking... Of course you have the problem with, like... Okay, well, this is also the part where Cavity shows up, because all the dancing they move off into, they're actually... Is it Piccadilly Circus or is it Trafalgar? No, the movie ends in Trafalgar Square. Um, Piccadilly Circus is the big place with all the advertisements and stuff like that. But like, and then again, Cap McCavity shows up, and he's got a hat and a coat, which brings into focus. Like, okay, well then some of these cats are wearing clothes because I don't. I should have gone back and researched what these characters look like more in the original stage plays, because of course. Everyone remembers, like, if you've ever seen anything from the original, like, you know, uh, images from the original stage play, everyone... All the cats kind of look the same, because they're all got the big punked-out Rufio hair. So it's, for me, it's actually hard to tell them apart. I don't know how many of them actually wear, like, 
clothes. I know, I know the uh, the performers. They're wearing like you know skin tight leotards and stuff, painted to look like you know tiger stripes and stuff like that. But I can't remember if like McCavity is he's like wearing a coat and stuff like that. Of course, the big reason why half the well not half, but like why characters like McCavity and Old Deuteronomy are wearing clothes is because the actors didn't want to get into skin tights. Uh, tracking suits, and so... Okay, how's that anger going? I'm just sitting there explaining why why McCavity's wearing a coat and a hat and everyone else is naked. Mm. And it's because some mm. of the, oh, the bigger league actors didn't want to get into skin-tight leotards. Oh, there's a part uh. where fucking Judy Dench lifts her leg! When, Bill, please, we will <laughs> talk like, about all the I'm horrible parts. I'm just having Vietnam flashbacks to different part of this movie. We're just like... So, okay, oh, yeah, there's McCavity. God, yeah, he shows up and he's just all like... He's wearing a hat and a coat, and he says, "What?" And I, okay, I agree with that. So <laughs> everyone's all on the cats, side this, yeah, this part. All the cats stand on a statue, and they sing at something all dramatically reaching out. I do not understand a fucking word they say. That's I well because it's, we're watching a, a version I got the out of the internet dumpster doesn't have subtitles. I was almost tempted mm-hmm. to throw down for the actual iTunes well, you version. But you could have just looked at the I lyrics. I could have just, on, yeah, exactly. Online, and, and that, but, by but that point, I just got bother? so disheartened by myself that, like, I just... It's like, I just gotta <laughs> finish this fucking movie. Oh, this is the part where, yeah, the twins show up and start dancing, and they've got the fucking... And I'm looking at the feet, and everyone's part of this movie, and, like, uh, half the characters aren't casting shadows on their feet, or just... So mm-hmm. I guess the weird thing is because, despite the fact that these characters were all shot on set... And they retained at least, uh, I guess their hands and their faces are all real. But I guess because they didn't want the, any of the actors barefoot on set, they had to wear shoes. And so that's why they had to paint out their feet and put in naked feet where the shoed feet were. So that's why like people's feet don't quite uh, connect to the ground. A CGI foot fetishes oh artist's it's dream. Fucking, and that's weird too because it's even the character design. And this is the thing we joked off on, because when we were, t- like, every time we first started talking about cats, you were like, Bill, are you turned on by this? Because that's the only ultimate litmus test. Like, does <laughs> I don't this think work that or not? Me. Well, my joke was, when <laughs> I, I first got my hands okay. on a copy of this, I, the first thing I did was I fast-forwarded to the Taylor Swift scene to say, okay, if, the, if, the, if, if this CGI is ever going to work, I think sexy cat girl's Taylor Swift is going to be the part that sells it. And even though I'm watching that, like, this is not attractive at all. It's horrifying. It's still horrifying. And, like, no, I'm watching this, it now. This is a, like, this is a ve- very horny movie. It, it tries to be, to be horny. Hor- that's the terrible thing. It's not. Mm. It fails harder than anything I've ever I'm seen sure try. I'm sure future generations who grow up with this, who don't know any better, will be sexually how, damaged by this movie? How badly do you have to fuck up being horny that even the furry community even is like, the existing, no, we don't want to be associated with that. They're just like, that. no, this is, yeah, exactly. Like, they couldn't even, and I'm sure at even a certain point when they realized this movie was gonna bomb before it came out, because it was tracking terribly before it was released. They must have been, well, hopefully we'll be saved by the horny furry community. Even the horny furry community like, <laughs> get the fuck out of here with this shit. This is, like, their feet, why are their feet, like, they, like, you could have done even a more, more interesting, like, hybrid cat design. I mean, granted, I guess you can, because they're all dancing, you can't give them animal feet, because then you lose, like, but I don't, I don't, that shit man. hurts. Anyway, so we, we gotta continue. Anyhow, yeah, yeah we got it. So, um. She dances. She's a good dancer. Okay, I'm and, glad to see that actually, because I liked it. It's a shame they barely give her anything to do in the movie, and then well, she, um, she so, so she was created for. Well, I guess there was a character called Victoria in the original stage play. She doesn't have any lines, and so they were like, okay, we, we need a self insert character because 
I guess in the stage play, half of these songs and everything, half of the stuff that's spoken in the play is just directed directly to the audience. And they, and mm. for some reason, despite this movie being batshit and every other creative decision it makes, they thought that was a step too far. So they're like, well, we need a character who can all these characters can talk to rather than the audience. So they just essentially um, took Victoria and turned her into the main character and gave her this made up mm. backstory about how she's abandoned and which ex- which like that 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 that's the excuse for having all the characters having to explain this world to her because otherwise if she li- had already lived there there'd be no reason to explain all this stuff to her and so McCa- that's the you know, shows up and he's like I'm going to explain to you how I'm the villain I'm I'm going to win the bow this year I'm a great magician whatever and then he vanishes off screen and Bobo Elijah Wood grabs her and is like come on and they run like a couple idiots pretending to be cats that's a baby's toy Mm-hmm. I do like, um, oh. okay, I'm glad to see she's a good dancer. I do like the physicality of, like, when she's running with Mr. Mistopheles, she's kind of like... Oh, I don't. I, I mean, I try to, like, I appreciate, like, she's not just running like a normal human. I mean, not that she's no, running like a I'm cat. I'm sure it was hard work. But, like, but I appreciate that at least man. there's an attempt. And there's a thing where they get to the bars and these two cats are giving her shit. And she, like, her ears go back. Like, there are some nice bits with, like, at least the animators try to do st- interesting stuff with trying to express emotion through the cat features. But, again, I mean, it's still mm-hmm. all horrifying, but I can see seeds of, like, where this could have been better if this had been in better hands, but... And I guess she's saved by uh, Every face. part of it? <laughs> I know, but suddenly they're in a cemetery. Well, yeah, um... Adults hissing at each other? It's, um... <laughs> I get it! Just as stupid as you think it's it is? It's one of those things, like, it's bad enough I'm watching it at home and feeling kind of nasty about watching this. Can't imagine being in a theater. I always assume that, like, yeah. in the theater, that's oh, the part I, where everyone starts uh, you know laughing, what? because it's like... I, I really wish I had seen this with a group of like-minded yeah, people, then we could have Imagine being part of the group who, like, show them first night, and that's not, like, a bunch of people along for the ride, but people taking it seriously, and how, like, this would yeah. be, like, one of the first moments where you have adult people hissing at each other. You're kind of like... Oh god, I actually paid money to see this, and like, <laughs> so, but I can't have fun. It's not like I'm in a crowd of in a room with yeah. a crowd with a whole bunch of people who people can laugh at this. It's like, oh yeah, oh no. So the, the cat with the bad nose is like the naming <laughs> it looks of like cats. He rubbed his ass, his nose, and someone's ass. Yeah. yeah. So he says the naming of cats is a difficult matter, and then he goes on his, his whole spiel song about naming of cats. Okay, so so this song makes no fucking sense. I listened to it twice. I read the lyrics. Which is weird because it's Judy Dench kind of talks about so, this. She could they could have just like put this into her speech. Yeah. So hold on. So um, well, there's three cats. Must have, yeah. Or three. Hold, names. Bill, hold okay. on. <laughs> hold on. I am going to explain this and see if we can figure it out together. So uh, a cat must have three different names. First of all, there's the name that the family used daily, such as Peter, Augustus, Alonzo, or James. Such as Victor or Jonathan, George or Bill Bailey, all of them sensible everyday names. And then, so okay, they got fancier names if you think they sound sweeter. Some are gentlemen, some are dames, blah 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 blah. All very sensible everyday names. But I tell you, a cat needs a, mo- a name that's particular, a name more dignified. Uh, how else can he keep his tail perpendicular? Oh, Andrew Lloyd Webber, <laughs> your lyrics are sublime. Well, I wonder how much of this act- that, that was actually taken from one of the T.S. Eliot poems versus him just being a hack fraud on top of everything else. Mm. It's probably a delightful combination of both. Um, yeah. But anyway, there's a third name. Why do cats need three names? Well, that's the... S- Why not just two? What it... Uh, uh, I, I don't know, but above... 
and beyond there's still one name left over and that is the name you will never guess the name no human research can discover but the at himself knows and never confess you will notice a cat in profound meditation the reason i tell you is always the same his mind is engaged in rapt contemplation of the thought of the thought of the thought of his name what so is are they like <laughs> demons if you find out their real name and you say it they, they get banished like back to hell yeah I mean, that's one of the weird things, because I can only assume that... It doesn't tell me anything. It's got nothing to do with anything in this movie. I'm assuming, again, it's hard to tell if that's, like, actual TSLA or if that's just uh, fucking what's-his-face going out of his mind. I can see the attraction in using that book of book of cat poems from a T.S. Eliot as a springboard, as just an ex as excuse for dancing. Like, cause like, it's, it, that gives you a lot of material just to come up I with like nonsense songs that, that, that the performers can dance to. But nobody's dancing in the scene. The they're just walking through a cemetery thing. and looking so around. Because they're not dancing. You, you're forced to focus on the song and the song makes no fucking sense. Cause the song seems to exist at only as an excuse in the original production just to be essentially background noise dancing but they're not dancing so you're just like forced to listen to a fucking hack fraud from 1980 coked out of his fucking mind reinterpreting these shitty T.S. Eliot poems from like 1939 into like the shitty synthy 80s song and now that becomes the focus of the scene, and it's it's the fucking it's like if you're eating a meal, it's like like uh, like uh, if you're eating a meal and you're not even eating the food, you're eating the parsley. It's like they suddenly took all the food out of the, out of the meal and just made it all whoops all parsley. That's what this this number is. <laughs> it's like they focused on the wrong part. Like you're not like you're not supposed to get that worked up or worried about like the, what the three names mean. It's just supposed to be just metaphorical metaphorical weirdness. That's just using an excuse to have cats talking to each other about what cat stuff is. And it's just... And well, there's so. even a moment here where, like, she's, like, fucking... I guess Victoria's... I guess there's a little bit of ballet here, because, like, I'm watching it now, and mm -hmm. Victoria's doing some with ugly nose stuff, but it's not yeah, that she much. Yeah, gets, she gets three whole eight counts. Is that what it is? Great, yeah. fantastic, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's like, yeah, it's like 30 seconds, and then it's just more so, just, oh my god. So then Mr. Mistopheles <laughs> shows up, saying, Jellicle cats are gonna go to the Jellicle ball, whatever. There's this attempts at physical comedy, I think. And then there's gonna be... What's so, that called so, when someone... So. She, cut, she, she goes into a tripod mode where she's got, like, one foot kicked out and she's bounced on one foot and <laughs> two... That's an arabesque, that's... Bill. It's the most basic, it's the most basic of <laughs> all ballet moves ever. I'm watching this now. This must have been some of the special effects work they did at the start when they thought they would have time and, and a reasonable director to work with. Where, like, like the mm. moonlight reflecting... Like, there's a bit where, like, fucking Ugly Nose Cat and Victoria are dancing next to each other and you can actually see the moonlight reflecting off of each other's faces and kind of like lighting each other up. And actually, the CGI looks really nice. And then suddenly cuts to a mm -hmm. shot where they're like suddenly they're not casting shadows anymore and it's obviously like they just used like a fucking uh, iphone plug-in <laughs> to do the special effects so oh my god anyway but yeah go ahead so there's some old ass cat uh at the jellicle ball who picks a jellicle cat and then that jellicle cat can be jellicle Is reborn and come back in yeah or i think the ugly cat okay. is to a different jellicle life um there's a heavy side layer which is never that is, explained. Nobody knows. Never explain. Jellicle's ass, because Jellicle's dare. <laughs> Jellicle, Jellicle. Jellicle. Jellicle, Jellicle. You sent me a present Jellicle. at Animal Crossing last night. You took the time using Animal Crossing's <laughs> terrible letter writing software to write the word Jellicle 18 million times, and I was like, oh my god. You should win an Academy Award just for that alone. Oh my god. 
That was literally taking oh, 20 man. minutes hey. to write. Oh. If you ever, if anybody out there wants to ever, like, don't, but if you ever <laughs> want to kill yourself in uh, the saddest way possible, uh, watch Cats, which is the first, that's that's already sad yeah. enough, but take a shot every time they say Jellicle, and oh, you'll be, be dead in 15 minutes. You'll be blind minutes. in 5 minutes and dead in, yeah, 15, yeah. <laughs> and so, so yeah, here we, we're all only 15 minutes in, and they, we've just finally finished, like, kind of the like information dump. And this is part of the, we, we finally so, crossed uh, the threshold so, in part of the movie where you could totally get rid of the next half hour and nothing would matter. Um, so Jellicles will be chosen by singing their Jellicle song, uh, by themselves, of course. Yeah. So, uh, so here's a cat. Let's take a look. It's a Gumby cat. Jenny Any Dots. Thanks. I hate it. <laughs> this is the first candidate. They've already said, okay, so the idea is that, like, Old Deuteronomy is going to choose a worthy cat who... For whatever reason, their life now is fucked up. So essentially, it's a free restart button. And this is this actually runs contrary to the whole point of the movie. Is like the first two candidates they show are two of the fattest, laziest characters in the whole play, who obviously are not deserving a restart button because they've obviously wasted their actual lives. So why? I mean, I know that's not the point. You're not supposed to think that much about the morality of what's going on here, but just like. But like this, this motherfucker and uh, Buster for Jones are st so thoroughly unpleasant, and it doesn't what are you help talking that the performers about? Her are so fucking mm. terrible. To her physical comedy that they give her throughout the oh movie. Oh my god! Oh, it's man, Rebel Wilson. It's so funny. I laughed every time. Rebel Wilson has never been funny to begin with. Add to this the fact That's that true. like. She like she's one of those performers. She's like Seth Rogen, where I wonder how she became popular because she never. She just shows up and she's just herself, and she has one shtick, and that she never modulates mm -hmm. or modifies. And, and now it's just it's just Rebel Wilson doing her same fucking tired, sweaty ass, big fat belly apron bullshit. Like, but now she's got a, a grotesque sheen of CGI fur all over it. And it's just no. Well, that thank way you, you can't you can't see her butthole when she spreads well, her legs wide. And they can't even commit to this joke. Where like like why did they, they do come, that? Why did they make her spread her legs so, so much? So they come in, they scare her, she falls off her chair, and then she starts. They can't even commit to this joke because then she starts scratching herself, but they don't want to show her actually like scratching herself. So, so she's just scratching her thighs in a way that's almost like more suggestive mm -hmm. than if she was just scratching herself. Mm -hmm. And it's just and it's just Rebel Wilson doing the. the this is no. This is and this is. But I hey, can't, Bill. Oh my! I want to watch. That's this. what makes a gumby cat. <laughs> and it's and to think that the whole reason they rushed this movie out in six months rather than giving the special effects time the year and a half they needed is because they wanted it out in time for Christmas because they thought they were gonna miss out on all the Oscars this movie was gonna win. And how are you not Bill? someone watching this like the producers or the studio watching this movie? And when you get to this Jenny Any Dots part, you're just like. How do you? How are you not like someone at the studio who doesn't turn to the rest of the production team and, and thinks says, "You thought this piece of shit was gonna win Oscars? What the fuck? Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What is a Gumby cat? The Gumby cat is uh, Rebel Wilson, I guess. I guess. Uh, so then she sings a song. She sings a song and it's fucking terrible. It's, yeah, it's. She is bad. And I can't even remember what the, the, she's just singing and she kind of does a fake tap dance routine and it turns out she's got a bunch of enslaved children pretending to be mice. Uh, nope. I and hate then, it. Why are they so small? Even compared to these things that are supposed well, to be cat the cats size. Themselves, the mice the mice are like doubly They're like the size small. They're, they're like the size of a cat's 
like thumb. Which that's not. Yeah. Well, and also that's not my. People have also pointed out that like the cats themselves in this movie change wildly from shot to shot in scale. Oh yeah. And like yeah. You, you, like compare all the scenes where these these cats are running around on on stairwells, and sometimes in some shots cats will be on stairwells like the cat their body length will be essentially the width of a of 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 a of, of a stair, which that that makes sense. But sometimes they're all, they're only like half that big. It's just mm-hmm. fucking, and so like yeah, fucking, and they're, I'm watching this now, and there's shots between Rebel Wilson's legs to these CGI kids. Oh, that! And it's why just, would they do that? This is why would they? Why would they do that? Why would they do this that? Is, this, no, stop this! This is terrible, and like it keeps going, and still more, more Rebel Wilson shit. But- but, just, but Bill, isn't it funny when she puts her hand in a mouse trap? Which that's one of the I. It's so funny. So then, uh, she sits on anything that's smooth and flat. She sits and sits and sits oh, and see, sits. Oh, see, I can't even understand what, what half the lyrics and that's, were. And that's what makes a Gumby cat. That's what makes a... <laughs> Why? Oh, and I forgot. Okay. She's, like, singing Why? in her tail like it's a microphone the whole time, which means she's got her tail tucked mm-hmm. up between her butt cheeks, and it's just, like, yeah. even that's just more like no thank you. And also, it's Hey, weird. you know what's also no thank you? Marching cockroaches. Well, this is okay, again not, not sure, to keep on bringing up. Okay, so one, there, uh, not to keep on making the special effects stuff. But there, you got, got a basic problem with Rebel Wilson. She's a fat mm-hmm. cat. Where I guess they didn't want to like uh, pay attention. They didn't want to call attention to the fact that she's got a fat gut and big fat tits. So her, her tits mm-hmm. and gut aren't mm-hmm. moving the way a fat person's would. So it's weird because like yeah. she's like it's all very solid and tightly packed. Like she's wearing like almost like a like like a bodysuit or something like that. So like that that yeah. looks unnatural. And this is also another mm-hmm. problem. This isn't just like Rebel. I I can I can say this because I am a fucking fat person. So I can tell you how fucking fat boo. Just just like and it's mm, fucking no. You could have and yeah. So but this is so the the goddamn CGI cockroaches show up and so I saw almost like they were done in gifts. poser. Yeah, I saw animated gifs of this when it first came out. Of this scene in particular, and people look at it saying, "Look at it, the this is the pre-patch CGI. It looks terrible." Hey, guess what? Looks terrible. The post-patch I'm assuming CGI we were watching of the this po- scene. You know, the funny part: people were talking about like, "Oh, before they patch it, you could see Judy Dench's hand wearing her wedding ring. She still has her naked hand in her wedding ring in half the shots in this movie. Yeah, so they only fix like mm-hmm. two shots." Well, also her know, rings man. changed because I noticed in a couple of things where she's wearing a big gaudy ring, and the other time she's wearing a smaller ring. So I don't know. Again, yeah. but again, editorial. Yeah. Sometimes it's on a right hand, sometimes it's on the left hand. But so like fucking. So I guess Jenny Any Dots loves to eat sexy cockroach women, which are just I these guess. terrible CGI. I would assume that this, the, the, this is what this, the the computer generated cat people look like before they put the fur on, because it's the mm-hmm. shittiest deviant art. Like late '90s CGI with like these again, it's 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 real human faces shoddily uh, uh, photoshopped onto these dancing cockroach bodies, which are just sexy women but with like extra arms, and it, it, like they're all dancing. They're obviously all the same character models, super glossy, non-textured uh, character models that they didn't even bother to offset the animation from each one. So they're all obviously just the exact same no. character model with the exact same animation rigging yeah. at the same time. So it looks completely unnatural and the writing, it just looks fucking, and the fucking Jenny, any dots gets up in the middle of the, like these terrible dancing CGI, CGI, just eating the roaches, which I get that cats eat bugs, but it's just like, no, I don't want to see. Ca- oh God. And there's the shot. You sent me a screenshot of the cats with their legs open. Cause they're doing like a fucking, uh, dance routine around the cake with a bunch of roaches on it and they spread their legs and you sent me a screen mm-hmm. cap of that and I was like oh no what am I in for and like that we just passed it <laughs> oh my god 
and fucking, yeah, Rebel Wilson gets up and, like, she sheds her skin and then she's got a tap dance outfit beneath it? Well, she she unzips her skin. The other cats pull that off and she's wearing that outfit underneath And it. that's... There's uh, nothing to add so here. So there was a big thing about how, I think it was, like, Gizmodo or io9, they, they went through the commentary that, I guess, is available in the iTunes version of this movie and, and plucked out, like, the 20th most ridiculous thing to, that, uh, was it Tobe, Tom Hooper, the guy who directed this, said? And his mm-hmm. excuse for the whole... Her shedding her skin and she suddenly got, like, a tat dance costume underneath was... He was making light of the fact that, like, oh, obviously everyone's just wearing CGI first, so I thought it would make light of that by, like, showing how it's just CGI first, so she just removes one set to reveal another another underneath, which is terrible, but I can understand... You can, uh, but this takes me back to the whole theatricality and suspension of disbelief thing. You can get away with that on a stage production because you've already embraced the idea that like everyone's just in costumes and you can do stuff like that. In this, where again, where you're trying to present everything as realistically as possible, having her un like suddenly have a magical zipper appear on her neck that she unzips and jumps out of her own skin is fucking horrifying and looks and is executed terribly. And so, like, mm-hmm. yeah, you, they don't, I don't... I'm some fucking fat dipshit sitting in a basement in Portland, Oregon who understands that, and it amazes me that this millionaire, millionaire movie director doesn't understand that basic fucking concept of why shit like that doesn't work. And that just makes... Yeah. And it just makes me wonder how these fuckers get these jobs, because it's not like I'm any kind of an expert, and even I can divine, like... Oh, anyway, so... Rebel Wilson. Mm-hmm. <sighs> So, um, oh my God, they, walk, cat they watch, mice. they watch the cockroaches dance on a cake. Why? Nobody knows. Yeah. Um, the camera's cuts are constant and then that song it's ends. It's also dramatically inert to have all these characters who have spent the first 15 minutes of the movie just watching someone else do stupid shit too. Like they're not like actually yeah. engaged in the dance routine or anything like that. And then fucking Rum Tug Tugger shows up eating a chicken leg that is like widely out of proportion to him. And he jumps mm-hmm. up and starts hey. talking to... Well, I just... Another weird thing where, like, like his body... Like, the CGI on his body when he first meets... He runs up to the fucking Rebel Wilson and says something to her. Like, it's just not done properly and his body's zigzagging in a really weird way. Uh, What's the point of Rum Tum Tugger? I guess in the original stage play, there's a lot more to him. I think he sings, like, two of the other songs in this thing. He's mm. actually one of the main characters. I think it's suggested that he's the son of Old Deuteronomy. And he's supposed to be, like, a major... But in this, he's just... To his there to be horny, I or cure. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and this is and this is super. Again, this is super 80s, fucking sounding so, bullshit. Hey, I got a, with like a touch of like terrible uh, disco. I got a question. Is it just the songs in this, or is Rebel Wilson not a good singer? No, do you think? Because I think her performance in this is actively bad. No, that 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 that's what grates my balls about even in this about Rebel Wilson and James Corden being the two people slagging on this movie the worst is because they are the worst people in it, and it's not because of any of the reasons why the rest of the movie is terrible. It's because they are actively like their performances. Like I feel bad for all the other performers in this movie because everyone obviously knocked themselves out to do the best they could in this film and they were let down by the directors and they were let down by the producers who mismanaged the whole thing and produced this whole fucking fiasco to the point like I said like the main fucking lady she got a fucking raspberry award for worst actress that is not her fucking fault but fucking Rebel Wilson and fucking James Corden their scenes should have been cut out of this movie you would have cut half an hour out of this movie and the movie would have lost nothing would have actually been improved but fuck them for even being all like I'm too good for cats like you pieces of shit. 
Fuck you guys. You guys are the... Oh, God. Anyway. I It's hard for me not to so get actively... Anyway. Like, not just, like, funny, like, I hate cats, but, like, I actively want to punch both these motherfuckers in the neck. We will return after these messages. No! God! No! God! Please, no! 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 So, Rum Tum Tugger, his song is completely forgettable. Just, I don't know why it exists. Yeah, I mean, it's there's, but there's a there's a really funny part where Jenny Any Dots asks the ugly gray cat if Rum Tum Tugger got neutered because those notes oh, are high. Oh, and that goes on for a while. You could <laughs> like I, I saw some parts where people were like, where the director was like, oh, did you know that like Rebel Wilson just like. Just like made up her parts, like the, made up all these jokes on the fly, and it's to, it's like I'm having flashbacks to the 2016 Ghostbusters, where it's just like, oh yeah, you just had put a camera. But at least those ladies, at least those ladies were comedians. Rebel that's Wilson the thing, because I don't even get her. But she's funny. not funny. She's just and she like does this dance where she's trying to dance like Rum Tum Tugger, and like oh she's fat and she can't dance, and it's just like that's the joke. And like the neutering thing, it's just she's not us. Uh, and, well, and also while she's doing that, Rum Tum Tugger and the twins are dancing in front of the headlights of this milk truck. Why, again, now they're suddenly twice as big as cats should be. And also, uh, yeah. they're in front of this light and they're not casting any shadows on the ground. This is what, th this whole yeah. Rum Tum Tugger se sequence where they're still outside before they go in the milk bar is one of the most egregious things with the the, the, the cats not casting shadows and the feet being really weird. Um, I do not like the shot where it looks like he's gonna suck on Veronica's toes. I, I mean, kudos to the dancer that she could hold her foot up like that, because, like, they probably did a dozen takes to do that. But it is weird, because, like, I like... That's the horniest moment in the whole movie, where he looks like he's about to suck her toes. And, of course, they undo it because the suddenly, like, fucking Rebel Wilson has to be like, but you're milking it. Get it? Because milk... Mm -hmm. And it just, yeah, like, I also do not like seeing grown-ass adults drinking milk like cats. Yeah, well, <laughs> get this. Why is why is Gandalf on a totally? Why is he pretending to act like a real cat world? No, no one else in this we'll movie. Get there. Is, we'll get there. Like, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll also, get there. Also, are milk bars an actual thing? I thought that was just from like no. fucking uh uh fucking uh what's the movie with the, where they go to the milk bar? It's the fucking uh the the, the Clockwork Orange. Especially mm. 1939, like, it's just, but yeah, they go in and they kind of dance, and it's just Nick's... Every choice is baffling. Yeah. I, I actually do like the the set for the interior of the milk bar, even though it's all weird neon lit, and it's very easy for a bunch of cats to break in in the middle of the night in 1939, I don't know if this is, but it's just fucking... So he over he does. This cracks me up too because name? all the trailers for this movie too would randomly intersperse. Like every, whenever they showed Rum Tum Tugger, they would just take a sound clip of him going yeah yeah or milk, <laughs> even if his mouth wasn't moving to say it. So it's like I watch these scenes of the movie and I just laugh. And I'm sorry. Go ahead. Jason Derulo oversings the fuck out of this song that doesn't deserve. Do you know this it. guy from anything? I see that's the thing. I don't know. No, he's a singer. Oh, okay. Again, he, I, I mean, he. I do like the part where he slows down and kind of belts it out. Like it's not just like a disco thing mm. anymore, but it's actually. But like, yeah, but that's like literally just like five seconds. So, um. Also, there's a bunch of a bunch of the girl cats line up at the milk bar while he's singing, like like a bunch of groupies too, which is a little horny. But yeah, yeah. I don't. Know. So he goes outside. 
pisses at some beat up looking <laughs> lady at a cat lady in a big coat. These transitions between these songs are so weird because, like, suddenly, yeah, his song ends. He runs out of the side, hisses at this one way random lady, and he runs off into the dark. Mm -hmm. And his part of the movie's done now, practically. Yep. Yeah. And then Victoria walks towards her like a cat. Oh, yeah, she's doing and the whole, the like, I'm going to step in front one foot in front of the other, being all pensive, and, like, Grisabella's just yeah. being like, I just look, I got hit by a fucking train. What are you guys going to do over here? She sings a song I don't know what it's about. She puts lots of emotion into it, and then the two hot bitch quote I have air quotes around <laughs> that word hot. Um, bitchy cats come and sing at her. It's something about a postman thinking she was dead. I don't know. Oh yeah, there are two and like there's two like Siamese cats it, that are all like. Who'd thought that it was Grizabella the ground glamour cat? Okay. God, and they're just half an hour has passed, and uh, what has happened? This reminds me, Jersey Parks Who and Recreation. Everyone yeah. hates Jerry for absolutely no reason. Everyone just fucking. Mm -hmm. I guess in the original stage play too. I guess there's no excuse as to why everyone hates hates uh, Grizabella. They just randomly do so. Just even the fact that like they have this excuse that I guess she ran off with McCavity once. Because cats ago. are assholes. Like I guess that's like that's more of a justification for why everyone hates her than the original stage play, which is like like this movie's already threadbare enough. Like this is an actual improvement on the original well, stage play. Jesus Christ. I'll have you know, Bill, she used to be the star of the windmill, whatever the fuck that was, and then she went with my cavity to whatever the fuck that is about, and now she lives in the wasteland, wherever the hell that I just, is. Yeah, this, Say no more! I is, got everything I these need. These cats are all talking about the distance past because they're all cats, like you'd imagine, like, even, like, everything in this movie, like, they, they talk, like, she's talking, like, I was part of the windmill, uh, they, like, that'll probably only happen, like, six months ago, because, you know, cats live, like, <laughs> like, older Deuteronomy, they talk about how long lived she lived. Like, they do make mention of the fact that older Deuteronomy was supposed to have, like, lived even before Queen Victoria's reign, but I like the idea that she's mm. actually just, like, a 12-year-old cat. <laughs> like, from the yeah. human scale of this stuff, and it, yeah, it's... But yeah, no, so, I feel bad, again, near... I feel bad for the lady playing Grizabella, because, like, well, and also it's a very thankless part, because her, her whole role is just to sit in garbage and cry, and that's it. And you're like, <laughs> fuck, it's not rolling out of her nose, and all the other cats so... are just fucking bitches to her like it's fucking yeah. it's cartoonishly ridiculous except for victoria's who's like oh you want a better life boo -boo -boo. Hey. well yeah no time for that bill because here's another fat cat and a stupid look at top well, hat that's so... he wants to be chosen for the jellicle ball so he can become thin and get foul over again, again with the weird transition so you're literally it goes for literally transitions from a like, Grizabella gets on her hands and knees and crawls away everyone, literally on her hands and knees crying, which is so mm -hmm. fucking weird for that to be. She's practically <laughs> just like, oh, I'm just gonna go live in a trash can and eat worms. And the camera mm -hmm. pans over, there's this big fucking silhouette of a fat cat, and like, it's very threatening, it's like, oh my god, there's this giant cat person walking towards us, and the camera pans over, and no, it's just fucking James Corden dressed like a fucking clown. And then we're subjected <laughs> to ten more minutes of fucking so fat jokes. Well, he's Buster for oh. Jones. He's not skin and bones. Go to hell, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah, that's... This song sucks. Everything about it is And awful. it's just James Corden, did, like, just like Rebel Wilson, just doing his James Corden stick. No... <laughs> this movie gets fat, fat people and fat cats a bad name. I hate it. Me no like <laughs> Yeah. So, so while that all is happening, Idris Elba, uh, my cavity, comes my up cavity. to Jenny... That's what he's called in my yeah. notes. What? Well, <laughs> so more cavity. Comes up to Jenny. My cavity makes it sound like my <laughs> toofy hurts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> comes up to 
Jenny Annie Dots says some shit to her and then says, Whoa! <laughs> and she turns to dust and is whisked away. He turns into, he turns into the Godfather and says, Whoa! I, w I wasn't expecting this that. Is the, I laughed. This is <laughs> and it's great because he's like, he does something, he says something to her, and her ears go back. And I was like, oh, good. And like, it would have been funnier if he had just punched her in the face or murdered her, but instead, she just does get whisked away. But it is so random. You're like, wait, what? This movie's going to some weird fucking places because, as weird as this movie is, you don't expect uh, fucking Idris Elba to be like turning people into dusk and whisking them away. And it's like, what the hell's mm. going on now? And that's this, well, this is right the whole now, shape of the rest of the movie is just someone sings, McCavy shows up, whisks them away, and that's it. Well, right now we watch a fat cat eat garbage. He eats Stop garbage, it. he pukes up into a bucket, because he's got like this Great Oh It's a great great fantastic joke about one cat trying to use a board to launch him into the air oh, like a seesaw. But he isn't heavy enough. Wow, great joke. And Good James Corden's got us the movie it. stops cold for this thirty seconds of James Corden being like Oh, obviously this is not going to work. Everyone makes fun of my size. You have to get at least five or six more of your cats to help me up. And like, I guess... And he's holding his hand like a real... His again, hand's like a real doofus. And it's just, yeah, and like, people picking and choosing when they want to, like, act like a real cat versus kind of pantomime cartoon cat. And he's just doing like... And then he hisses at the guy. And they they leaned on this really hard in the trailers. And it's one yeah. of the most cringe and do i hate to use the word cringe because that has fucking lost all meaning on the internet these days but it's fucking cringe inducing fucking james corden fuck you get the fuck out of this which okay. is what happens but it gets he it gets worse because they launch him into the air by having a bunch of cats jump and then he lands on top of something on his and balls. so we can get a joke a joke about him crushing his and balls and because this movie's edited so badly it goes on for a while and like everyone makes the whole crunch mm -hmm. i'm surprised like like it's like it's like a movie trailer from the '90s. I'm surprised like like they're not playing some ska song that suddenly the needle scratches when he crushes his balls. And it's like oh. Then he falls. He falls inside there, and Rum Tum Tugger's in there and gives him a CGI drink. <laughs> it's awful. I hate it. It's hard to oh, watch. Oh, that's right. Cause like they do this thing where they like, put a hose to his face, or they're, they're they're pouring no Victoria's pouring champagne into his mouth, and because they didn't. Whoever staged this, the director didn't stage it properly. And so the way the champagne is flowing out of the, the, the bottle, it's morphed into a shape that will actually fit into James Corden's mouth. It is the weird. Mm -hmm. Instead of just having it be a thinner trickle, this is one of the other things too. Reading, reading all these exposés from these uh, anonymous special effects people who worked on this movie, they said there were so many things in this movie the director would wanted to be changed or fixed that like they the, the director would never justify like what like there were things like that where like instead of just having it be a thinner trickle of champagne that would look more organic, he wanted it to be a fat trickle that, like, morphs into a, th a thinner trickle into his mouth, but it looks terrible. Again, it looks like a, a, a CGI effect from, like, 1995, not something from 20, you know, yeah. uh, 2019. And also, there's also just a basic editorial mistake where, right before Buster Jones gets launched into the, into the dumpster, um, he takes a giant shrimp out of a garbage can, shoves it into his mouth, and and sings another verse while his mouth is, like, it's not even that his mouth is full, but he's still swallowing the food. And, like, his mouth mm -hmm. is closed, but he sings the next verse. And I hated and, that. And isn't there a bit here where he turns to the camera and says, like, oh, we have to get more cats. And that's one of the things Maybe? I saw from the, I, the, 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 I think right before he, they, they launch him into the air, when he says, like, you're gonna have to get more cats to do this stunt, he turns to the camera and I guess... The director was very <sighs> proud about how cheeky it was that he had James Corden turn to the camera and say, we need cats, because he said the title of the movie yet. And 
it's I'm just like you fucking idiot. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> just like so amazed this, at how this... confident the people who made this movie were. <laughs> One of the longest-running shows in Broadway history, a cat eating garbage. <laughs> what? What a great well, that's analogy an for this eating movie. garbage for thirty years. So I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Christ Almighty! Oh so my God. he sees McCavity on top of a pile of garbage, and McCavity convinces Buster for Jones to jump in it, where all the garbage gives way and he falls into a pit. All okay. right. Okay, and it's the most CGI. Fa of course, it's a terrible fashion. So McCavity says something about balls. I don't know. <laughs> then he vanishes into dust. It's fucked up. Yeah. It's fucked all up. All the cats there. They all they all look into the dumpster and see that it's gone, and they're all like. And then randomly, two cats haul up Victoria over a wall, and now we're, I guess we're on to the next song. Like just out of the blue. Uh -huh. It's Mungo Jerry and Rumple Teaser. What, wait, what are their names Andrew again? Lloyd... I didn't catch that. Mungo Jerry and Rumple Teaser. Andrew Lloyd Webber should never be allowed to name anything. Well, again, ever. I'm assuming like he just took those from T. S. Eliot, but it's still like who knows? Why would but you? They... I, mean, I imagine T. S. I imagine These... fucking Andrew Lloyd Webber coked out of his brains in bed reading T. S. Eliot and going Rumple Teaser and Mungo Jerry. Those are the best names. I have to write a whole song about these two assholes. So oh. they sing a song about being an asshole, uh, yeah. I guess. This is the, I, why do they why do they exist? This is slightly entertaining in the fact that this is the one the movie uh, this is the one part of the movies where cats are just being the most like assholes like towards human stuff. Like this is the part where everyone's It's such a forgettable song. It I can't even just... remember the the melody of they're, it. They well they're just describing Like that's that is something I will say to cats and don't take it as me saying something positive about cats. It's something I can say about the... cats. The 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 two in it are earworms. They get. I have had fucking jellical cats stuck in my head every time I've woken up since I saw this movie. Every uh, time I've woken up since hearing that song, it's bed. It's all upbeat, like aerobics music. Yeah. Every single. I woke up this morning. I had Mr. Mistopheles in my head. Mr. Yeah, that's the thing. They're earworms. They're not good songs, but people take earworms as like, oh, it's really stuck in my head. No, it's just catchy. Like, yeah. No, it's it's a bad song. It's a bad song that got stuck in your head. It's a catchy melody, but but not this song. Not this song. The only thing that strikes me is it sounds like even though I guess these are supposed to be twins who live in this really rich, fancy house and tear it apart all the time, and they I guess the owners really don't give a shit. Um, it's the mm -hmm. way, I, it sounds like they have two different accents because they're, it sounds like they're both trying to, be, trying to be Cockney, but I think maybe the girl's supposed to be Irish or something like that because, like, mm. the way, like, they're not Cockney and the, the way they pronounce Rumple Teaser and Mungo Jerry aren't quite the same. Like, he says Rumple Teaser, like, it's Mungo bent, uh, just, when, when I'm more, more worried about how it sounds more like a bent Irish accent than an English Cockney accent, like that, you know that so, there's nothing interesting going on this song. Except there's, like, no. a bunch of, like, they get into women's clothing and start dancing around, and it's the most broadest bullshit ever. Um, they smash a ton of shit. You do get some nice somehow, dancing from Victoria, where she's, like, prancing around and... and Per yeah. I don't even know what you call it, pirouetting and stuff like that, but, um, this movie also contains, uh, two shots from the trailer that I'm kind of bummed. This actually, uh, god, the, the, my favorite shot from the trailer was there's a part where after they get her up in all the, the costume jewelry, she does this, this, this mm -hmm. arm, uh, fist pump thing, which is actually kind of a cool moment in the trailer that's not in the movie, which sucks, because it's, like, one of the most, mm -hmm. like, empowering things that, like, from the trailer thing, but, like, it's not in here. But, yeah, they're, they're frolicking in bed with her. Oh my god, and like, so they put jewelry on so, her, and they put a collar on her, and, and I guess, the, I don't they know, are they intentionally setting her up to get fucked up here, or what? I don't know. 
Um, oh, I don't know. There's also so they there's smash... a part where they're dancing towards the camera and they do this little skip step, which I thought was nice. That was in the trailer too, and I just thought that was a very cool. I love I love it when uh, dancers are kind of fleet footed like that, where they can kind of like skip mm. skip dance a little bit like that. I'm like, oh, that was actually kind of a nice touch. But and then they're on the stairs and they're horribly out of scale scale with the stairs because they're about the size of like a small. It's just poopy. You have put so much effort into this scene than than I did because I wrote they smash a ton of shit. That's all I wrote about this yeah. section. Yeah. Well, and they dance and there's a face. I do like the thing where they. And well, the somehow the. Oh, you like something. No, but Go I ahead. do like the thing that they start knocking over the vase and there's another verse and then the face the vase doesn't... But even then the physics of the vase are terrible. Yeah. There's a part where they go eat food and it's obviously just fake Popeye food that, like, there's, like, a big yeah. rib thing that is obviously just made out of, like, plastic that they're pretending to eat mm -hmm. and it just staged terribly. And also you have the, one of the most unintentionally hilarious shots that I did get seemed meme to death where Victoria, she's, like, she's got uh, utensils at a plate and she, like, bangs them on the table and is like bad cat and like people really ran with that because she looks so silly and she's also so wildly yeah. out of scale of everything it just looks extra ridiculous and god and those all these fake cgi cat people are like licking the lips and pretending to eat the food just looks so uh, unappetizing and oh mm -hmm. god no and yeah it... a face calls which alerts a dog i guess and i do not want to see what dogs look like in this universe <laughs> it's probably it's probably like captain lou albano with a plastic dog nose naked on all fours going arf 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 like i can't even imagine yeah jesus christ mm -hmm. it's it's the cat but... Ma magic mike xxl in like fucking beagle boy costumes so Mungo Jerry and Rumple Teaser run off. They pointedly her leave her. Don't they, worry. Yeah, they 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 like reappear in the window and they kind of like wink at her and she's totally screwed. She's just like, oh shit, I'm gonna die here. But don't worry, Bobo Elijah Wood <laughs> is there to save her and have awkward sexual chemistry with her. And by awkward, I mean it doesn't I exist don't... at all. So he runs in and like he put he like he jumps in through the window, but he like his feet slide into the high heeled slippers and like a bra. And, like, he's, like, shuffling his feet and he falls over, and I, I'm watching it now, and even I, it's just a bunch of shit, and, and they escape, and that's the end. Movie, mm -hmm. we're only 40 minutes of this movie, so, and I already feel drained. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The fat cat lands on a barge in the middle of a river. Cartoonishly. Jackie Pokey Again, this movie can't decide between cartoon and realism. Yeah. And my cavity is holding the cats on the barge so he can win the whatever ball. And then a barge cat sings, an old stupid-looking barge cat sings at them. He wears pants and a vest for reasons. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, this is this barge on the Thames is where, which actually the pronunciation of Thames becomes an issue, is where McCavity's depositing everyone when he whisks them away. Yeah. Comedy is attempted, I think. God, yeah. So Victoria and Bobo get back to learn about old Deuteronomy. They've had many lives. They're old as hell. Whatever. Oh, yeah. And then watch as full-grown adults walk around like cats as they sing, because having them actually dance or do anything interesting other than just move like quote-unquote cats like might be interesting. Because I would assume the original point of the stage production even more than the songs is the dancing, and it just... It's so weird to have these characters just, like, well, yeah, on all fours, <laughs> like, having exposition at each other. It's so weird. Yeah. So here comes old Judy Dench wearing a big old oh, coat. Oh man, I guess is that the skin from another cat? Oh, that's 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 yeah. I mean, that's totally the the Pluto. Pluto is a dog. Goofy is a dog. But one of them's walking on all fours. Which one's the like? What's the dog situation here? Uh, and it, it's yeah. terrible too because I read before this that like I guess Judy Dench is going blind, 
And so the reason mm. why she's shuffling so slowly uh, in the street when she's coming, because she can barely see where she's going. And that's why where uh, so many other scenes in the movie where she is walking, she's holding on to people's hands because they're guiding her. And so I didn't, uh, that made well, me feel a little bit bad. You know, take, co- take comfort in the fact she never had to see this movie then. <laughs> Judy, do you think Tom Hooper, the director, has excuses like, but Judy Dench thought the movie looked fine. <laughs> she lo- oh, you're going to hell for that one. <laughs> oh, you're not allowed in Hollywood. Oh, no, I'm watching it now, too. And there's a thing where they made her feet super tiny, and she just looks mm. so silly, and everyone's bowing to her because, like, yeah, they. I mean, to the movie's credit, this is one of the few storytelling beats in the movie that works because they really do sell the fact that everyone's, like, bowing to her, and she is pretty much the god of these people. And everyone, because everyone's just been such an asshole to each other so much throughout the movie now. Now at the point we get everyone, everyone automatically defers to her, and it's all like, oh my god, old Deuteronomy, which I guess the old Deuteronomy is a guy in the original thing, and uh, yeah. but, and I guess Judy Dench came out after this, and she was like, how do you know she's not a man? She could be transgendered. And everyone's like, oh jeez, mm. okay, whatever, Judy Dench. Um, so. They basically worship her. Yeah. She's gonna make the Jellicle choice or whatever, and also Gandalf is there looking ashamed he's in this piece of garbage. There's actually more Gandalf than I thought there would be, but yeah, he just randomly, magically, I don't know if he just follows around wherever she goes, just kind of like like tailing behind, kind of going, ah, oh, maybe so, we can fuck again, I don't know. They they start saying Jellicle cats a ton, over and over, and then Gandalf says, meow, 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 and I laughed <laughs> involuntarily. I couldn't help it's, it. And it one of those things where I don't think he understood like like I don't know if they tried to brief him on like how everyone like I, I'm assuming he's the one guy who didn't have to go to cat school so he had a totally different interpretation of what being a cat in this movie was which means more like <laughs> meow, 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 which is just like the most like okay <laughs> Gandalf whatever and he is actually I mean he, he's like no don't worry I saw Mr. Rogers neighborhood that, that's what cat says meow 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 meow, meow, meow all meow, the time meow. that's how I'll do it I want late date Oh, is it Daniel Striper Tiger that says meow, 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 meow? I want yeah. him all sexy and, like, like a half-naked man rubbing all over <laughs> me. I do like the makeup for, um... Actually, the character designs for both Judy Dench and Gandalf are actually... I can't even remember Gandalf's actual real name now. Well, you know why, Bill? Because they're wearing outfits. Yeah, they're wearing... Well, that's half of it. I feel yeah. like... I feel like if they had put everybody in clothes in this, it wouldn't... It still would have been a disaster. I'm kind of curious what... it wouldn't what, have yeah. been as big of a disaster. Well, and, and as, as, as terrible as it sounds, that would have been less flesh for them to cover up in CGI first, so that would have actually saved them a lot of effort, too. If they had shoes... You know what? So this is... The whole reason why fucking... Uh, fucking, uh, who's the railway cat? We should know because there's a whole fucking song about who's the railway cat. Skimbleshanks? The reason he's got pants on is because they had problems with motion blur with the fur. And so the first thing mm. they tried to render that without any fur, it just turned, like, the CGI broke down. And so they're like, okay, he's going to be the one cat with pants and shoes because otherwise <laughs> we can't like we can't replace his uh, well also it doesn't make sense for a cat tap cat to be <laughs> not that it makes sense for a cat to be tap dancing but even in this universe it doesn't make a lot of sense to get for a cat to be tap dancing with bare feet but yeah so like yeah so i'm glad that even before they shot the film they realized the special effects weren't up to uh to to, to having a character's limbs moving that fast so they gave him pants but yeah so- they keep singing and they all go in a the So theater. the rest it's of the movie takes place in the theater, too. Fucking, I get it. Jellicle. Jellicle. God, is this like fucking a reprise Jellicle. of the Jellicle song, Jellicle. or is this a different song about Jellicles? Maybe. 
Jellicle moons out tonight. Oh, okay, Jellicle come to the Jellicle balls, and then the cats dance on the floor thought... with in a circle, making their tails twitch like a cat when a cat sprays a wall. A male yeah. cat. Yeah, I know that that was one what? of the justifications for doing this. And it's all to the it's all to the fart music for the beginning of the oh, movie. God, and it is fart. It is the synth for. Yes, and it, it's it's impressive dancing aside from the whole move like a cat thing. <laughs> And the, the terrible choreography um, that they gave some, these people. There's some cats, like, in the foreground, and I'm watching some of this right now. There's cats, like, getting on their hindquarters, like, with, like, ladies' butts up in the air. And, like, I'm part of me is like, uh -huh. I should be getting turned on by this. But no, it's still not working. It's just like, oh, no, you're still not working. Why did Mr. Mistopheles take off his clothes? Because he had a vest and a top hat, but now he's just wearing a bow yeah, tie. Yeah, and it's just, I mean, he, I guess he felt naked. And from old De De Deuteronomy, he just wanted to... Mm, how you doing? Show off a little flesh, I guess. And then the and then break dancing from the eighties happens. Uh, and again, their their feet aren't connected to the ground, so it looks weird. And you know what? So I when I was watching this at one point five speed or whatever it is when you click faster in a VLC, mm -hmm. um, this part of the music right here, when it's sped up, it sounds exactly like the opening to Little Shop of Horror. Oh really? Well, I guess that's kind of the beat of Bottom. Yeah, it's the same oh, thing. Oh, wow. I, never I don't know who ripped it, it off Oh, man, from don't who, but... ruin Little Shop of Horror, because I love that thing. It's, but yeah, but that no, is, I didn't realize how it similar to, to Jellicle Cats. Jellicle Cats. Dun, Just dun, that dun, one part. Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, all Broadway, mu all Broadway music sounds oh, the same. Oh, my God. But yeah, so I, it is interesting, because I guess the original stage play takes place entirely in a junkyard, so it's interesting that they've moved from all these streets. So the rest of the movie takes place inside the, the, the Egyptian theater, which is funny, because it's all based on... Well, they even say, I think at the beginning... Like, I think a part of Old Deuteronomy's song is they're jo joking about, like, oh, were you there when the Egyptians were still being... worshipping the cats? And so why, that's why it's the Egyptian theater here. Uh, but I do like this dance so, space that they're um, all in, where it's all, like... I, it actually looks more like an actual dancing space, because there's a wooden floor and everything, but... Uh. I guess the bitch cats are chasing around the old coat-having cat for reasons. And uh, then popping and locking cats are there dancing with their sneakers on, and it's so fucking why, stupid. I, yeah, why as well and just give them a beatbox then, at this point? Jesus Christ. And so then Veronica dances, and she's on point. She's wearing point shoes, but she doesn't have shoes on. They just gave her normal human feet with toes it and everything. It looks weird. It's, it's, it's okay. I, I didn't think a, like a non-dancer would notice that, but as a dancer, it's really weird to watch people without well, the funny shoes thing is dancing in some with something you have to have. It's like if it's like if the the railroad cat was tap dancing, but he just had regular ass uh -huh. feet. Yeah, well, they, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm sure that was the original experiment. And uh, yeah, she's on point. And again, me being a special effects nerd, I'm pointing out how the rotoscoping and the shadow on her feet are just wobbling like crazy because again, they just don't have time to really finesse this stuff. But yeah, so I'm assuming she must have been in. in in toe shoes when she did that scene, right? Yeah, because yeah. I, I would yeah. imagine that's physical. And, like, they even have the top-down shot, which made the trailers where she's kind of, like, jiggling her shoulders and stuff like that. Oh, Because yeah, I guess she's on point, but they have her filming down, and so... I mean, but, yeah, her dancing, so, I really... I, when she... They just let her dance. It's my favorite part of the movie. It's more... She's very talented. Just, that's yeah. I mean, she's... With the Royal Ballet, you can't be, not be with the Royal Ballet and not be down with it. I don't know where they got the rest so, of these dancers. I wonder if they're all Royal Ballet, too, or if it's just a bunch of freelancers, but... So, um... Then that cat's music happens that was in every ad in the eighties for the shitty musical. <laughs> yeah, which part? Then they start dancing in that, yeah. And then all the cats go and like make sounds like they're hacking up hairballs. Yeah, is there any lyrics to that music, or is that just like the theme? I can't remember if there's actually a song. No, that's just the theme. That's just like yeah, okay, yeah. 
Is this supposed to be like a cat orgy or something? That um, doing? I know there was a cat mating dance, quote unquote, that got cut from the film. So I'm kind of wondering if that's what the, that mm. was leading to. Because then randomly, the, 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 like, there's like a look, looks, looks like it's leading to a cat orgy that's going to be conducted by Judy Dench, which I thought I'd never say that in my life. And then suddenly Victoria <laughs> decides she wants to leave again because she senses mm -hmm. someone being a sad sack piece of shit outside, and it's still fucking Grizabella <laughs> being like, oh, "No one likes me. I'm just gonna go eat worms." And sings a little bit of memories. I, one song from this movie that's okay, I guess. It's, I know it's the big thing that whatever. everyone took away, but like, it doesn't sound like any other and also, song in the movie, too. Which I'm mean, so many other no. songs in this movie are bait, like 80s upbeat aerobics movie, aerobic songs. But and like, also, the, I don't know if it's the makeup of the CG, but the way that her tears run down her face and where they end up, it looks like snot is pouring out. Well, I think out it's because actually it is just snot. Like, that's a big part. Because, like, that... if you look at it, it is just... And, well, this is the big... Th is it? Tom Hooper did the same Ugh. thing with fucking... Did you ever see the solo that Anne Hathaway did in Les Mis? No. Where it's just locked off on her face, and she is just, again, not just running down her... Because, like, that's mm. his thing. That's his trademark, is, like, some lady... His trademark is snot. Well, this movie achieved that. His trademark is snot. So Veronica bows at her as Judy Dench watches them interact. And oh, he's all she's all taken with it too. She's all like, like, hmm. You get the idea that like maybe this is the moment that she decides that fucking Grizabella is the jellical choice. I guess. So Veronica sings a song about all I ever wanted was to be wanted. Hey, at least you have your memories. Isn't that cool? So this is the new song because you can't have a musical. Uh, without these days, even any kind of musical adaptation has to have a new song just so you can get that fucking best new song mm. Oscar. There's absolutely no. Ch mm -hmm. Well, I guess. Well, I guess it would be a little weird if she did, if she didn't have her own song. If she's the main character. Why isn't Grizabella the main character? Because Grizabella is always already pencil thin enough. I mean, I guess yeah, I it was. It's hard to have all the characters explain the Jellical choice to her and stuff. If the whole idea is she knows all the, these characters. But, like, they could have found some way... Yeah, because this movie's so good at explaining things. God, but, like... Yeah, instead of inventing Victoria... Instead of, like, uh, upgrading Victoria, making her uh, the lead and giving her her own new song, I, I really would have at least tried to figure out some way to make uh, Grizabella the main character. Um, but, yeah, mm -hmm. so, but instead, so instead of doing that, they decide that, like, Victoria... Essentially, it's an answer to Memories, which is kind of a ballsy move, concerning, like, I know Memories may be the most famous thing that Edward... James almost. Who's the guy who wrote this shit? <laughs> fucking wrote. That's him. And so it's kind of it's, it's it's a little bit like if they came out with a new adaptation of Star Wars and, and like as soon as the Star Wars theme was over, you have like a like a like a new theme, an answer to the Star Wars theme. And so that's what yeah, she's she's singing about beautiful ghosts. I guess it's a new song that was the music was written by fucking Edward James almost with lyrics by Taylor Swift, which is why you have Taylor Swift singing uh. the song over the credits. And I guess so, it's just I get so the sentiments of the song are I you were trying to ask me about this before we recorded what's the song about? I, I I guess she's saying hey I know your life sucks ass but I didn't have a life That's, so at least yeah. you've got your memories yeah you you have beautiful ghosts good your times. memories are just yeah yeah and then Grizabella's mm -hmm. like thinking it's funny because the movie stops and Grizabella's like thinking about it she's like. You really are right. I do have beautiful ghosts. Mm -hmm. Which seems to kind of run contrary to the whole point of, like, the fact that all she has is her memories. But, like, yeah. she's, got, she's got nothing so, today, so... Oh. Judy Dench talks sings or whatever. I don't know. I wasn't, I wasn't paying yeah. attention. She beatboxes. So then... And then she asks Veronica if she wants to watch her make the Jellicle choice. Cool, cool, whatever. And then she... Then, and, um, 
And then here's another thing to add to the list of things I never needed to see. Gandalf dressed as an old fucking cat licking milk directly from a bowl. Yeah, it's, it's, the scene just cuts. That he's just doing this like in a closet. Mr. Mistopheles runs across <laughs> him and it's the most weird, like, okay, this is... We sure Mr. are watching a movie called like, Cats. Yep, Gellis the theater cat, it's time for him to perform, and he wishes him jolly good luck, and then and then in a movie full of terrible performances, this might be the worst performance. It is This number yeah. is so incredibly boring. Nothing What's happens. What's he say? I can't, I can't even, even put it. Oh, he's just talking about, like, the olden times. Kind of talks singing, but not really. More talking than singing, and he just stands there while rhyming, occasionally scratching himself as Judy Dench watches from a bed sitting like hedonism bought from Futurama. Is, she, is this the part where she lifts her leg in, well, in the middle of his song and it's... Well, he finishes oh, the song and she kicks her leg to to the side in a way I never I, wanted like, to no, see her do. do not want... No, thank you. And a room full of adults, performers say meow, meow, meow and claw the floor and stomp and applaud. It is well, weird. It's terrible. I know it's just there terrible. There was an original... Like, I guess there was a segment from the movie where uh, I think it's Gus. He puts on a. There's an actual play within the play. Like, there's a whole mini story mm -hmm. that's involving, like. There's another character called Griddlebone, which is, like, she's one of the people who's, like, uh, the spreading catnip during the fucking Taylor Swift me uh, segment. Where mm -hmm. I guess she, she's performing with uh, Gus to perform, like, some play about Growl Tiger, who is the guy who is holding all the, the the characters hostage on the boat in the Thames. I guess in the original stage version, he's just a character in the story that Gus is telling. So, but mm. I guess they realized, like, they were honestly, we're not gonna, this movie's already two hours long, we're not gonna waste half an hour on, on Gus's story. So I guess they cut the, the play within a play out and just kept his intro, which is just rambling mm. intro, and then, then they, that just ends, and then they all, like, cat applaud. And also, this the, the the only reason that fucking Gandalf seems to be in this movie is actually not even for that as much as the scene where, after he gets busted by Mr. Mistopheles while drinking the milk, Mr. Mistopheles spends five minutes talking about how how fantastic and how great he thinks Gus is, and like that seems to be a meta thing of like the movie just gushing over fucking Gandalf, and but like yeah. the, the, and that's his entire contribution to the movie is over. That's it. He, I mean, he shows up in a couple other sh shots, but like that's it. You just had fucking Gandalf dressed like fucking Meow Mix, just just kind of <laughs> speechifying to everybody, and that and everyone kind of looking at him like, "Boy, isn't Gandalf great?" And that's it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, I do like when he's like scratching his own belly and stuff. It's kind of funny. I did like that part, but like it is, and it is also he... nice to see like uh fucking Judy Dench in a big wicker basket, all curled up like a yeah. cat, being all like. Mm, I'm being Ugh. turned on by... It's funny, it's nice to see two old actors, performers, kind of, like, connecting there a little bit. But, like, even if the context is fucking utterly bad shit, where they're both, like, CGI cat people getting turned on by each other. But... The so movies are fucking weird. Yeah. He goes backstage, and then McCavity sucks him <laughs> into a book while saying, McCavity! And it's like, stupid. The, the dust that he leaves behind, when they get sucked, it turns into the letter M, and it's just like... Oh my now, gosh. Movie, you're choosing some weird points to suddenly get really, like, <sighs> so, odd. Yeah, anyway. Then Judy Dench says the next contestant is, and I was like, Gandalf was a contestant? <laughs> so, Which, although you think he here, would be, because he's almost dead. I mean, might as well give him an extra I thought life. he was just introducing exactly, all this because, shit. But well, here, because we just cut to him as being... But, uh, yeah. So here comes Skimbleshanks, the railway cat. <laughs> he wears pants and has a hat. 
and the stupidest facial hair in this movie, and that is saying something. At least he's distinctive. He's got the he's got the big handlebar mustache, and he's yeah wearing the big tight pants. He's he's also gonna tap dance, which he's a good dancer. It's too bad everything else that's happening is so amazingly stupid. It's hard Uh, to watch. I really like his shoes. Like, why is there a railway track in this theater? Why do they all transport to a railway track with their dance on with and, tap shoes well, on the rails? Well, that's we can't decide. To, like, okay, so, like, where's the like, where's the uh, like? Because it also cuts in between them being in the theater and also him on a train, and the other cats are with him in the mm-hmm. train, and like, it, the movie can't decide how much it wants to be like realistic, like like centered in the location it is versus like suddenly a flight of fancy. And like, yeah, the thing where. Like, the, like, there's a big railway tie that he's dancing on. That's where he does his big tap number. Which they establish in the opening shot. It's just a loose railway tie on the floor in the middle of the theater. But halfway through this the, the segment, it suddenly turns into a railway tie that is part of a railway track that's leading out of the theater on a bridge over the mm-hmm. Thames. Which is the most, like, oh, which I get it. You're not coming to this movie for logic, but it's just like, okay, whatever. Just do like you're cho- you're choosing the weirdest, wrongest times to suddenly get fun- like creative about this stuff. It's just, but I, but I, yeah, he does tap dance really nicely, and it is nice to see a 1939 recreation of an, like like that era of like train car, I guess. And I do like I guess like, I do like how upbeat the song is, but like again, when they go outside and they're on the railway thing, the CGI looks terrible. They're out of scale with the railway ties. It's just it's not bad. Well, you know, yeah, actually. When they come out of the theater, on the I'm watching it now. They're on the ties. The theater actually disappears behind them. So I guess this is supposed to be entirely a fantasy sequence. Yeah, it's all. But it all just looks so blue screen and CGI. And this is a part where like you can actually see some of the 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 toes of some of the. So also because everyone's supposed to be tap dancing on the on the the railway line, everyone suddenly now has tap dance shoes on. Uh, but but the shoes disappear and reappear depending on the shots. It's. I'm giving you. No, yeah, I never. I never. Are there lyrics to the Big Ben melody? Oh, I, I thought you were actually singing. Say... I, I could I, for a moment. I thought it was the Whoville song for the end of. Uh, mm. What's it, what are the Who's singing? We, we gotta go. We should do that live-action Grinch movie sometime. Yeah, sometime. So uh, oh the song ends with him tipping his hat to the old Deuteronomy <laughs> and then spinning. So fast, <laughs> he rises into the air and explodes into a bust of dust. Ten points a bunch of McCavity for taking someone's routine and turning it against them, and so they keep on dancing until they explode. That is But great. this movie's so stupid, I can imagine some people being confused and thinking he danced so <laughs> hard he exploded in the like cat he's juice. willingly doing it, so it's not like, yeah, I mean... How is there still 40 minutes of this left? Thing, we've actually seen most of the contestants now, the rest of the movie's just like... So, and then suddenly, like, yeah, he explodes So McCavity laughs. Yeah. And then we think get evil as Taylor Swift with a catnip comes in on a crescent moon dumping catnip all over the place singing about McCavity McCavity. Supposedly the director didn't know what catnip was. Like, I guess they were staging the scene and someone joked about like, oh, wouldn't it be fun if she had like a martini shaker full of catnip? And he's like, well, what's catnip? And I Mm. I guess everyone was like, you seriously working on a movie called Cats and you don't even know what catnip is? That's not surprising. And so, yeah, she do- she doxes, not dox, that's not what doxing is. She <laughs> doses everyone with catnip, and everyone kind of, like, 
like they don't fall asleep and they don't act like what cats are like on catnip. They all just kind of flail mm -hmm. around and like there's pixie dust and what rumple teaser yep. and griddle bone or fucking I don't know what the fuck. Griddle bone. Griddle, well, she does <laughs> yeah. like uh, griddle bone gets, but but like fucking. I guess this is also supposed to be a tribute to. I guess in Studio Fifty Four. Uh, the the famous drug uh, dance club from like New York in the eighties uh, had a giant uh, half moon uh, thing with a coke spoon attached that would fly around over the stage and that's what this half moon thing that like Taylor Swift comes down to is supposed to be a tribute. So when people talk about this movie or the uh, the cats being coke fueled, like this being a literal like actually kind of making a joke out of the fact that like cats wouldn't exist if it weren't for coke. Um, but yeah, she comes down, I guess she's on a half moon that's just hey. shooting catnip everywhere, and, yeah, go ahead. Why does she have titties? Well, other cats have titties, too, but then she got, like, I don't know if Taylor Swift got, like, more titties than other people, but, like, well, it was, this is supposed to be the sexy song. I guess, well, also, again, in the original version, I guess this is... I think, is this maybe one of the songs that Rumpel... I don't know if... I guess, somehow they changed this number. I think it's supposed to be duet where, like... Uh, I think Bomblerina, which is, I guess is Taylor Swift's character name, this is supposed to be a warning song? But in this, they changed it so that she's actually working with McCavity, and whereas, like, yeah. like the, the people point out, if you actually listen to the lyrics, like, she's actually trying to warn these people, but, like, the way they've staged it here, she's, like, singing mm. the praises. And it's also funny, too, because they've changed the way McCavity looks. He looks nothing like well, the yeah, way she, she describes. He's, he's a ginger cat. He's very tall and thin. Yeah. His eyes are sunken in. What? He's, no, she's just lying. And his his his, his brow was highly damp. Also, I did not expect Taylor Swift to be singing with an a English accent in this movie too. Why is she wearing heels? And just, she, uh, yeah, and I guess it's what's with what's it? What? <laughs> what? What is with? I need the more booze. Luna, I need more whiskey. What is with the doofy Una O'Connor looking cat in the beret? That is that. Okay, that is Griddlebone. That is yeah. Uh, that you sent me you just sent me a, a, a screen capture of yeah she's got like she's got this beret and she makes this stu she rumple teaser and fucking rimble shanks or what the fuck there's two twin cats are they show up in frame and like fucking griddlebone makes the stupid fucking bleh, i'm a cat face oh my god and fucking Taylor Swift is trying her best to be a sexy cat lady in this. And, and like I said, this was the litmus test. I was like, if this, if this movie, if the CGI in this movie was ever going to work, it's going to be in this scene when you got Taylor Swift pretending to be a sexy cat lady. And it is just not hot at all. It's just no. And she's doing this dance so then, like she's like bending over and exposing her butt and trying to be sexy. But it's the fact that she just did nothing expect her to have a butthole and genitals, but like. It's just so weirdly asexual. What if she was the one cat that did? <laughs> what if they just... Well, even if they just even did that, but just then blurred it out? Just a big cat butthole. Like, yeah, oh, my God. Uh, well, well, technically, shouldn't she have six tits then, too? If we're going to even get making yep. more, like... But, yeah, she's, like, so she's Idris got high heels without... on. But, yeah, well, that's the thing. She with... ends her song, and he's like, I'm the Napoleon of crime! Well, he's there without his coat and hat, so it's just Idris Elba naked, naked and furry. And it's weird, too, because he's got this silky, shiny coat that none of the other cats have. I mean, by coat, I mean mm -hmm. it's actual fur. I don't know why he just suddenly so shows up naked for this thing. Well, when he's discovered, the crime is discovered, McCavity isn't there, and this, so whatever. Also, this song drives me nuts because the some of the syntax they they have to bend in order for the, like, the rhyming of the song, like just doesn't make it like grammatically doesn't make a lot of sense and they also talk about how like he's guilty of every human crime 
every guilty mm-hmm. human crime like tax evasion? <laughs> like I know that you're not supposed to be. Again, this is this. You're not supposed to be paying literal attention to the song so much. It's just an excuse for a dance number. But it's just like yeah. I do love. I the, I mean, this is kind of like the last big thing that fucking. McCavity does in the movie, but I do love his intro. He's like, oh, yeah, the Napoleon of crime, and he has his hat on, and he fucking disappears into a cloud of smoke, and everyone turned that into an animated gif. And then suddenly he's on the, on the stage is turned into this thing where it's supposed to be like the stairway up to the heavy side lair, and he's suddenly mm-hmm. got Deuteronomy. And I'm gonna let you talk because I've just been talking to him too long. So he's like, hey, all of the other contestants sure have vanished, so I guess it's time to make historical choice. Some of you want to make me a jellical cat? And she's like, I'll nibble make you a jellical cat. Nibble, ebble. <laughs> so no, uh 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 So <laughs> nibble, ebble. He woos her away, and now she's on to barge two with the other cats. I... She'll never send him to the heavy side lair, so he'll make her walk the plank. And all the stupid cats wake up from their catnip high, and the twin cats, who were putting catnip on people, don't know where they went. They were only having a bit of fun. I feel like they're like, we didn't know he was going to whisk her away, yeah. So how will they get her back? Well, she's going to be walking the plank for the next, let me (laughs) check my watch, half an hour. Like, while Mr. Mistopheles does his thing, yeah. So Mr. Mistopheles can use his real (sighs) magic to bring her back. And you, and you, oh, sorry, oh, what I never... Was that ever a cat so clever as Mr. Mistopheles? Get ready to hear that lyric. A and just catching times. it because it's the, it's not like anything in the, in the lyrics of the song are that interesting. It is just like da 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 da. It's just like very propulsive, mm-hmm. like yeah, like a uh, oh my yep. god, but like. I, so I he guess the he fails the magic two, over and over again. I guess again. the original version two. This is supposed to be his song to himself, where he's like. Like, I am a good magician. I'm going to bring her back. But they changed mm. this so he's all like, I don't know if I'm good enough. And everyone else is singing it to him to prop him up to give him the energy to bring back. Yeah. yeah. Well, he says, <laughs> and then she doesn't appear with his magic. And then they say, well, I never date. There was, a, was there ever a cat as clever as magical Mr. Mistopheles? And then again. And then, oh, well, I never did. Was there ever a cat so clever and magical as Mr. Mistopheles? And then Veronica sings it softly. And, and the other cats just join in. And he over and over, I giving do. a confidence. And he, he's... I, I don't know how this was originally staged in the original version, even though I guess he yeah, was like uh, his his song, essentially an ode to himself. I do like how it's staged in this, though, where like he tries to bring her back a couple times, he fails, and for a moment it seems like everyone's about to give up, and it's actually Victoria who decides to sing the, the, the verse one last mm-hmm. time, and that's what actually gets everyone invested, and then everyone gets like, okay, if we're, if we're ever going to do it, this is going to be the time, so they really, everyone gets invested in... in Boy. She does not turn up in her wicker bed, but then she's behind that them. Actually, I thought that and was clever staging. And she says, I, "That was I thought." Okay, says, you got oh, me, cats. Well, I never was there ever a cat so old as Mister Mustafferies. <laughs> and then uh, they all sing that like fifty yeah. more times, and magic happens all over, and he farts out playing cards or whatever. Oh and yeah, the next there's like a band. Of the movie like, is yeah, the musical say, instruments. Well, I never was there ever a cat so clever yeah. as And Veronica sees an old coat and goes outside again, and on the barge, my cavity says, "Ooh, I'm going to show them meow," and wishes him and Taylor Swift cat away. I don't blame you. Jenny- the funny thing is, I know you're trying to get us going because we got to get to the end of the movie, but we still have half an hour left and pretty much nothing actually happens. We're actually pretty much at yeah. the end of the movie, so we're actually pretty much done. So Jenny, yeah. 
Jenny shitty dot shitty and rips her flesh and somehow well, no, somehow that lets her slide I, out of her I chains mean, that is and free everyone. The one thing I everyone. thought was actually kind of funny is the fact that like she can unzip out of her have her skin and is what gets her out. But at least in this terrible thing, she hits herself in the face with the with the chain. And she's like, "You, you better <laughs> not comedy. mess with the crazy cat lady." I am shocked that that didn't make the trailer because that seems like the totally mm. shitty like joke that you'd put in this movie. Aside from fucking Buster for Jones breaking his own balls, you think that would be the joke that like you would get for to get the middle of fucking America people into this fucking movie? Yeah. So uh, elsewhere. Oh, but you have the oh, point. They well, scare, the barge cat they, gets they attacked. The, fucking... the fat cat hacks a hairball at okay, him. Yeah. Because, of course, and then they push him over to a board, and that's all done. And elsewhere, Veronica sees the coat cat limping away, and she sings the line of memories at her, and then takes her inside. And perhaps she will be the Jellicle choice. And I thought, so Rumtum Tugger isn't Jellicle? All right, he had his own song, whatever. I assumed he was completing, competing, I don't know. So Wait, why are you are suggesting that he's her. not a Jellicle? Because he's still there. Uh, Mike Cavity didn't steal him. Oh, that's a good point, actually. Maybe, maybe he's intimidated by it. Because McCavity is, like, the younger, more energetic, like, he could fuck up McCavity. That's a good point, actually. Mm. I didn't think about it, yeah. So, <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one who thought he was a Jellicle cat to go to the Jellicle Ball, where all the Jellicle cats will gather and have their Jellicle time. So, now all the cats are gonna circle around her and watch her sing me just full-on memories. And I like, <sighs> to I like to imagine this scene with real cats, just a, a room full of real cats circled around this one ratty ass looking cat, and it's going <laughs> over and over again, just doing that weird cat call yeah, when like, cats do when they're in heat. And everyone's just like, oh, all the people in the neighborhood are like, oh god, the cats are fucking again. Oh, throw a brick <laughs> at him, get him to shut up, please. But no, we get humans and cat suits God. instead. So she... I mean, to be fair, just, again, to, they the, just to, the, to the actress, man, she's belting this fucking song out. They just point the camera at her face and let her sing That is falls what down. they it's do with um, Anne Hathaway in Les Mis. It's actually like, mm. her I think her entire performance is one unbroken shot in that, too. So now that nothing is happening, they lock down the camera. <laughs> and she says they just the coffee ran out they ran again. out of money so like yeah finally she really sings touch me it's so easy to leave me all loaded with the memory of my days in the sun. i didn't even understand if what you the touch lyrics me, were if you uh, yeah if you touch me you'll, know you'll understand what happiness is i did not I've understand that, that lyric because work. she's so sad if anything she <laughs> seems like blue, like the, who's the depressed lady in, inside out it seems like if anything you would touch her and suddenly you would start getting snot down your face and being like i wish i was dead too um she does well, actually really collapse geez. though i was actually surprised they went that melodramatic i should be surprised they went that melodramatic with it but these dumb cats are convinced she can go to the heavyside lair. She's the theoretical choice. I was really rooting for her. They just kind of threw around Again, randomly. Again, I mean, so that's now, a better justification get, for why, like, she should have been the main character, to kind of give her more of a reason to, like, be yeah. the Jellicle choice. And, and well, this, it's just everyone's like, well, we're sad for now, treating you like an asshole for, like, 30 years. Yeah. Get in this busted chandelier, and we'll lift you up, up. Up I past the Russell Hotel, yeah. up, up, up to the heavy side lair, and that's just the same fucking tune for Mr. Mistopheles, well, you fucking lazy is... ass shit, Andrew. I, I was about to say, I thought it was actually clever. I don't know if this is from the movie doing this or if this is from the original production, but like mm. the fact they've already established that Mr. Mistopheles is magic does explain how he could use magic to like repair the um, 
Uh, with the thingy. Except that this is what was gonna happen. What's that? Is this, is this, wait, did this, where, did this break beforehand? What, I the chandelier? broke. Yeah. No, it's, it was already, was there a no, it's always, it's always been in there. But oh, I'm just okay. saying, but the, like, the fact that, like, at least Mr. Rosophilus being magic and now he's got his mojo back does explain how he could, like, fix it and make it so they could turn into a hot air balloon. I like the whole hot air balloon part just magically. We don't even see where that comes from. It's not until she's nah. flying up into the sky that we see, like, okay, I guess she's gonna pull a Baron Munchausen and fly to the moon. And yep. it is also up, just up, so up past weird. the Jellicle moon. How she, like, well, I guess Jellicle is supposed to mean, like, super bright moon. I guess that's why it's Jellicle or something. Mm -hmm. But, like, it's, like... It's, she goes up in that It's a weird balloon. way to end the movie, how she just gets into a basket. Mr. McCavity like, is hanging on on a random rope hanging from yeah. it, but he falls on top of a statue on top of a building, and his magic doesn't work anymore for some reason. I thought reason. they were going to do a Disney villain death, but no, yeah, he lands on top of mm. uh, the, the statue in the middle of Trafalgar Square. And he can't get down. I guess he's lost his... Yeah, he's like... Maybe Mr. Mistopheles stole the magic from him. and But now he can't get down, so it's all like, so Oh, then, no, I'm gonna go down. All these nightmare cats sing after the balloon. I have no idea what they're saying, and I didn't bother to look yeah. it up. Oh, this is the end of the movie, because then it really is just their mm -hmm. own Trafalgar so, Square, and then... Hey! Now get ready for the next eight minutes of just Judy Dench talking directly to us about cats. I have no idea. Again, if this is in the original production, if this is something they just came up with, yes, to make sure it's, that it's on the soundtrack. Really? At least. Yeah. Or this is like, yeah, they so, just wanted to like make sure they got so, the money's worth for paying for Judy Dench. So first, your memory all jog and say a cat is not a dog. Well, fucking no shit. Thanks. I'm thanks for reminding Paid $10 me. Ten dollars and waited two hours to find out and, that cats aren't dogs. <laughs> and everybody sings that part after her, like it's a big lie. Like I gotta remember cats aren't dogs. I mean, dog. people. Make and then she talks about how you should. There's this point where she talks about how you could give cats food, like caviar and stuff, and the cats around her are like licking their lips that and acting weird. all excited, and I don't like the it. The thing that freak and everyone then, jokes about how long the scene is, and especially she's not singing or anything. Like she's just talking to the camera for like uh, five minutes. Uh, if you just focus on and, everyone else around her trying to act all amazed at all these basic sh ass facts she's dispounding, that's the part where it gets a little like I feel a little bad for the actors for like they probably had to do thirty takes of this of like of like all uh, is Mr. Mistopheles' uh. ugly gray nosed cat and Victoria been all like that's fat like every beat of everything she's saying they're just like that is amazing that is true and just like yeah it's just cute but. So, she talks about how in time you reach your aim and call him by his name. So, this is this and that is that. And that is, there's how you address your cat. Whatever. And then all the cats scatter. She tells Veronica, I believe you all a jellical cat. It's and they nuzzle. Wanted. And we forgot to point out how they nuzzling is like this movie's version of kissing. No, we, ha we haven't. Yeah. So, well, we have forgotten. But, yeah. So, and they rub heads. Then they look at the stupid balloon floating away. <laughs> it goes into a cat face in the clouds. It I melts away. I can't believe they put and a the cat film face ends in the clouds. With that terrible 80s music coming back. And every choice they made in this movie was the it wrong is. one. How did they do it that? Is. It is. And you, okay, it's like so you're playing a pen and paper RPG and you do everything to make sure your characters can't even survive leaving leaving the pub. They rolled one on every choice. Yeah, it is. It is a critical mess. Aside everywhere. from the technology, but, um, like they just... Oh my god. So I was like, I asked you before we started recording, I texted you, I was like, hey, Bill, is the end credits song way better than the version that they put in the movie? And I realized it isn't because I was listening at 1.5 speed and it sounds so, it so actually much has better like a beat that to way. It, yeah. 
Oh yeah, but it, but no, it's I mean, no good. It's no good. Now, it's no good. It's no good. Like like I guess they're trying to like like home in the fact that like Mr. Mistopheles and Victoria end up together because like there's a moment where yeah. it seems like Ugly Gray Nose Cat is gonna like do something with Victoria and then suddenly he runs away and then suddenly she like rubs noses and gets all nuzzly with Mr. Mistopheles and it's just like even weird that like I, I were they even suggesting there was like it's supposed to be like a love triangle between the three or what's going on in this movie? Just dramatic. It's just so dramatically inept. And like yeah, even stuff with the music. Mm -hmm. Where like even if they the music, well I guess it's supposed to be a slow ballad, beautiful ghosts. And so I guess it's supposed to be slow. It'd be kind of funny if you took the slow ballad from the song and suddenly sped it up and turned it into a dance mix. Uh, but like even if it would sound better, that'd be kind of funny. Um, it's like it's it's like you know, at the end of Aladdin. They, like they they sing it's a brand new world or a whole new world, but you know they, they don't turn it into a dance mix at the end of that. So, but yeah, and it is cute that they're all on the the, the statues <sighs> of the lions in uh, Trafalgar Square, and of course they're cats and it's lions, and that's kind of there's there's brief moments of like okay that's clever I'll give it to this movie, but like holy fuck yeah like you said it's they rolled a one on every fucking decision they could have made in this movie unforced errors all over the place on top of the already supernaturally difficult mission of bringing the world's shittiest 80s musical to the big screen and they fucking hamstrung themselves with every by making every worst possible choice they could in that in in in, in that in that process god damn is this the worst thing we've ever talked about on the podcast what does this actually no because you really think so it, yes, but no, but, um, yes, but no, <laughs> no, but, yeah, okay, yeah, so, so, I know you mentioned on Twitter, it's in the running for the I think thing. it is uh, at least giving but, Victor Victoria a run for its but money, I, yeah, I, but, uh, so, worst is, a love it's, it's, it's a fluid term, but, um, I, Victor Victoria is still my most hated thing, because I would watch this with other people, I would force other people to watch this, I will never force anybody to watch Victor Victoria, I will never watch that See, movie what again. I think about this yeah. I would watch again and force people to watch and have a good time forcing other people to watch it. That's true, I mean, yeah, Victor Victoria is just depressing because it just wastes all that potential in the talent, in, uh, in that cast, but... Now, as a big budget motion picture by a major studio with major sh stars this this is top I, I i think in terms of the sheer amount of time and money wasted on a movie this is this is probably the most egregious mismanagement we've we've seen of anything like that um yeah, yeah it's at least within the ballpark it'll be interesting once this podcast ends and we can look back and uh, there'll be a conversation to be had about, about cats versus victor victoria but it's definitely at least it's it's fucking close I, I would suggest that it's probably even worse, where, like, I think it's actually just so objectively bad. And, yeah, again, well, the, like the time well, and like money. Well, like I said, it depends, depends on how you look at the, the, the one Because, we, like, like I said, we, like, like we, even with Victor Victoria, even though we always talk about how that's the worst thing we've ever talked about, it's not that it's necessarily objectively the worst. We've talked about worse things than that, but in proportion, like I said, with the, the time and money and talent involved. It's the most disappointing, and that's what makes it the worst. I we've seen stuff that was worse, but we didn't expect anything of it, and like the way the the, the story of its production meant it was never going to be much better than it was. So you can't really blame that movie or whatever it is it was for being as bad as it is. Whereas these other things, like it's just holy shit. But yeah, I mean, regardless of how whether or not it's better or worse than Victor Victoria, 
It is. It actually lives up to the hype for how fucking terrible it is. And, and it yeah. is funny to see how much of that is... I mean, it's also terrible in the execution, but also just seeing how much of it is baked into the bones of Cats as a property. It's always been terrible. And the movie just... The movie took a already terrible thing and accidentally shit on it. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, so it's like double shit. It's a fucking double-layered Taco Bell burrito of fuck-up. That's what Cats is. It's, it's, it's legitimately impressive about how bad it is. And it's one of those movies that actually holds up to its reputation... It's brand new. It's less than three months old, but holy shit, it's it's mm -hmm. amazing. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. So that, I just, uh, there's not much else to say about. It. We kind of crushed it with. <laughs> there's help. nothing like it's just. I mean, really, we could have just this podcast could have been thirty seconds long with us just going, boo. The fuck yeah. was that? But thank you guys mm -hmm. for whoever, if any of you guys managed to make it this long into us just losing our minds over this goddamn thing. Thank you so much. We love you guys. Oh my <laughs> god. I don't even... So that's... I don't know what's happening with the rest of Awful April because that is such a fucking insane... No. St oh, the Happy Time Murders was one of the other things I was thinking about doing because that is another recent thing. Oh yeah, I thought and about that And with that being too, Jim yeah. Henson Muppet stuff, like that's actually... That was directed by Brian Henson, Jim Henson's son. It's yeah. one of those things where I assume that, that even that, that... that that I don't know. We'll have to have a conversation about that, but... Oof, yeah. do. Yeah, we'll have a conversation. Cats just cleaned mm -hmm. my clock so thoroughly. I feel so bad for the lady who plays Victoria. Who knows if she'll ever be... I mean, she's a professional dancer, so I don't know if her uh, ambition is to be any kind of a screen actress or anything like that. But yeah, no, like, aside from everybody from Rebel Wilson and James Corden, those pieces of shit, everyone else, I don't blame anyone else in this movie for how this... Because everyone gave their all, except for the people who made the movie. Like, the, the talent on screen is... And especially dance stuff, like, this, this, like, I mean, this, like I said, this was already a challenge enough because Cats is already so stupid, and there was almost nothing they could have done to make it a good movie, but, like, I, I, I gotta give my props to anything that tries to, like, you know, make ballet a big thing, like, a movie based off of, is it even ballet in the original production? I know it's dancing. It's a mix, there's different but types, like, uh, there's some jazz, there's some modern, there's contemporary, it's all different Man, that's someone, that, that, that's a good mission, is to go out there and try to make a big blockbuster movie that actually features a lot of ballet dancing. <laughs> Who knows, maybe we should watch the BBC production that that's, they That's, you know on. what, actually, the my file name play. for this is actually Cats 2019, because I didn't realize until right before we started recording, there is technically another film version of this, yeah, what, from 1998, yeah. Which, yeah, I think that's just the filmed like stage. I would have been tempted it. to watch that just to see how, because it sounds like it is just a complete version of the, the stage production. It would have been curious to see compare that no, to what but, we just saw. Yeah. But cats has, cats has always sucked, and it's continuing to suck. So congratulations everybody for making the worst movie ever. Yeah. Uh, congratulations to Tom Hooper for your short career you in Hollywood. It's over now. Murder suicided himself right there. Holy shit! What a glory! And like again. Yeah, from everything I've ever heard about the production of this movie, it is squarely based on his hubris and his inability to understand what he was making that fucked it up. You can't even blame it on, like, oh, we didn't have enough money or anything like that. He, he just... He doesn't even have... On his IMDb, he doesn't... You, you know, you usually see somebody that has, like, post-production or filming oh, on yeah. there. He doesn't have anything past yeah. cats. Well, then, even looking at the iTunes release and Blu-ray release, there's nothing on this. I guess there's a commentary, but they don't want to talk about any of the behind-the-scenes stuff about this movie because it was such a train wreck. They're no. just like, just, just pay to watch this movie, please. We need, yeah. I'm kind of surprised that the digital release wasn't like, hey, it didn't embrace the fact like, hey, here's the world's worst movie. Come watch, check it out. But 
fuck, cats. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, not a single mm -hmm. boner. <laughs> that, that, that's the ultimate downfall no. is when Bill didn't even get turned on by all these sexy cat ladies. Even though I did appreciate some of the CGI stuff, because I do appreciate <laughs> there's some wobbly thighs and stuff like that. They actually did some pretty interesting things with the CGI digital bodies and stuff, but fuck. Titties. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, mm -hmm. we have no idea what yep. we're talking so, about next, but considering it's awful nah, April, we have plenty something. of ideas. Um, yeah. yeah. Oof. That's, I don't know if yep. we could ever, we kind of, like, shot our load, with, though, with this one. This is an all-time mm -hmm. awful. We say, we've said that before, though. Uh, yeah, we definitely got ideas. But, like, again, yeah, but just in terms of, so, like, yeah, like, the scale of the time and money invested into all the right. we got product it. is just cool. Okay, we should wrap this up. He's motored on Twitter. I'm the Grumpy Turtle on Twitter. Tardy Podcast on Twitter. TardyPodcast.com. Share us around. Don't watch this movie unless you already did, which I guess watch sorry Watch it for so that, to listen to us, but if you're hearing this now, you've already watched mm. it and listened to us, so... Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's lots you can fast forward through, but um, uh, yeah, um, jellical, uh, jellical, 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 Oh yeah, god. Do, 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 do. Yeah, so keep filling those buckles or whatever. Get out of here. That's, uh, cat sucks. I don't even understand. We've just spent two hours talking about this and I'm I, I'm no closer to reaching an understanding. Okay, I'm gonna show I watched it twice. You watched you know. it twice. How are you not brain damaged? I am. <laughs> You wrecked <laughs> if I can look, if I can look at you now, your I, eyes are shooting off I in now two different find directions Reb now. You look like I now find Rebel Wilson funny. <laughs> good night, people. We're done here. This is the I, I I actually worry about your safety now. This is not good. That's not even, that's not even funny. That's less funny than Rebel Wilson. Okay, take care, guys. Oh yes. is that what the fuck is that a fucking cat hey don't fucking look at me like that that's a weird looking fucking cat ma yo there's a stray cat outside i don't want it starting a fight with lucy lucy it's okay it's okay lucy don't worry about it ma Stray cat outside. It looks, it looks like grandma. The fucking thing. Hey, get the fuck out of here. I don't even know if that's a fucking cat. Blink, motherfucker. Hey, no, 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 no. Nice doggy. Cute little pooch. Maybe I got a milk bone. Ah!